0: Poor Charles. Gaethi poor Charles? Passed. Poor yeah,
1: Charles.
2: Fault, the <laughs> MMA guy tango like Gaethje fell twice like that, bro.
0: Bro, poor Charles. That's so sad. I knew he would beat mm-hmm, Dustin, mm-hmm. but he is not beating Justin, bro. <sighs>
1: Ain't no bitching
0: Justin. <laughs> None
2: at all, bro. He bringing that fucking fire the whole fight. Ain't no in him, bro. Oh my
1: okay, God. Okay, I'm gonna go against the green and go ahead and say that I think Ollie wins that.
0: His striking looks super clean nowadays, and I think Gaethje looked like shit in the Chandler fight, um, but if Gaethje shows up, then Gaethje will be great. Hopefully, he doesn't fight Charles the way he fought Habib, because he fought Habib like with his ass out like if you if you go back and watch that Genshi He, was he like, didn't want
2: to get taken down.
0: He didn't want to get taken down so badly that like imagine you're at a bar and you're leaning on the bar that's how he was fighting the whole time. His ass was all the way out and his his fists were forward. So he he was landing on Habib, but he couldn't even land flush. If he fights Charles like that, Charles is going to finish him, bro. But I don't think he's going I don't think he's as afraid of Charles's ground game as Habib. Like Char, Charles is incredible he on the be. ground. Yeah, he should be. He, Charles is incredible on the ground, but he's not afraid of Charles' takedown. That's what he was worried about with Habib. I feel like if Justin got taken down, he would, like, fight that shit, but I think he wouldn't be worried until, like, he realized, oh, fuck, him all the way down. With Habib, you just don't want him to touch you, bro. So, that's the difference and I think that Gaethje's gonna go into it a lot differently and I, I, he, I think he gets the dub in that one, man.
1: Well, one thing that we have to also think about is that Ali is um, he is a master of using the um, the Fabricio Verdun tactic. And what I mean by that is he loves to um, draw people into his guard when they think they have him. And I feel like somebody like Justin Gaethje can easily be susceptible to something like that. Um, so, yeah, and I also think that his striking is really, really good. He cannot see him on the ground.
2: Let me ask you this. Do y'all think he's going to get hit by Gaethje?
1: Bro, yeah, yes. he's gonna get hit by Gaethje. And and that's take, it. Nope. And I don't think if I don't think he can take too many. But I don't, I don't think Gaethje's he can gonna, take
2: three. I don't think he can take bro, one. I don't think I don't, he can take He's a not one, gonna James Vick him,
1: bro. You're out of your mind. Yeah,
2: I don't know about that, Yugi. He's not gonna no, sleep listen, him on Impact.
1: Bro.
2: Me. Not even Chandler got caught with a clean Gaethje strike. You know what I mean? They were like right on the end of the punches. If fucking if Oliver gets hit with a Gaethje punch, he's going to sleep.
1: I yeah. uh, not 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 one. I don't think it's one.
2: I don't think it's one.
0: I think there's about there's a there's a combo or uh three punches it, that be, really hurt him. A
1: lead up. It'll be a lead up, yeah.
0: Yeah, there's going to be a build up of pain that's going to put this nigga to sleep if they if if that happens. I don't I don't think he's going to enganu him by any means, bro. But Yeah, he's uh, definitely uh, not he, going to Not to say he can't. Not to say he can't. I just think mm-hmm. Charles is better than that. Charles is better oh, than that, yeah, bro.
1: Not only that is that Charles is also showing a different level of durability once he moved up to 55.
0: Yeah, to be fair, I personally I'm not of the thinking that he got hurt in the Chandler fight, but that's just me. I, I don't think that it, I don't think he got rocked, bro. People, everybody thought he got dropped or what, bro. He, if, if moving your head that way as soon as you like drop down, he was going for a shot anyway. I think, I think he was fine. I, mean, I don't think even, he really got even hurt.
1: If, even if the initial shot didn't rock him, he did get hit on the side of the head with a follow-up that definitely did hurt him.
0: I don't think it did. Do. I honestly don't. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it landed clean enough. Mm, I felt
1: I I've, Chandler, I felt that way since the night He don't got to land super clean. Yeah, Chandler, that's true. Chandler, Chandler don't, he don't got to hit you to clean. to hurt you.
0: But so, I also think... Chan- that with that being the point, and Charles not being able to take a shot, I also think that if Chandler did land that shot that you're saying he landed, Charles would have been fucked up, but he wasn't. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm of the. I mean, but that you could you hit. could
1: look at the the shots that he took from DP too. He didn't he didn't get tickled by him. He got hurt by DP at one point in the first yeah, round. Yeah, like
0: one shot, like one shot hurt him. But for the rest, of, like Dustin couldn't even touch him for the rest of the fight.
1: That one All shot right, but was the. whose who's fault is that? That's not. Yeah, that's 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 kudos on him, bro. No, I'm not. Wait, what? I'm not shitting on him, bro. <laughs> no, I'm. But the wording is like, well, Dustin couldn't touch him. That's a justification for him not being able to take a shot. Like, I think he can. I think he can take it at 55. I don't think he can take too many, especially from somebody like Gechi. But I definitely I think, think
0: he can. Gaethje, if 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 we're going by like a UFC four rating. Gechi has a maxed out lightweights power, bro. <laughs> it's maxed out. No I think lightweight. He's the and, hardest
2: pair at or le- light, uh, lightweight by eat like
1: by
0: yeah.
2: a huge margin, bro. Yeah,
0: I do too. Yeah, that's a, so a hundred percent fair assumption. He is way harder than Dustin. I'll tell you that. Uh, Charles could Charles could definitely. I think Charles can take one. Charles can maybe take two. I think if he lands three times on Charles, it's, it's a wrap, bro. Clean three clean shots on Charles. It's a fucking wrap.
1: I think if he lands three clean shots on anybody, it's a wrap. That's a fair, yes. <laughs> I think that's a fair assumption.
0: Yeah, I agree with that, too.
1: <laughs> but, um, no, yeah, that's going to be a fucking banger. I'm looking forward to it, for sure.
2: What do y'all think wait. about those Jake Paul versus Mike Tyson rumors, bro?
1: Oh, fuck me.
2: What happened to Logan Paul
0: versus Mike Tyson? That was the original rumor. Why is it Jake? I don't now? think Logan wants to fight anymore.
2: <sighs> oh, because I of the fluid shit he never got paid? I definitely
1: know that. Not even uh,
2: that. He's just... His brother's taking a shine. You know what I mean? Yeah,
1: I think that Jake is just Jake looks better when he boxes. I can't believe I'm even saying this. Jake look looks better when he he does. There's nothing wrong with uh, that. I just don't like giving these motherfuckers credit. And um, at the same time, he also um, he's essentially had he's started he's undefeated. Like he's doing it right like mother Logan Paul started his his quote unquote professional boxing career all in one against KSI and my son uh Jake Paul has been catching, catching street knockouts since he started so it's like one is going to be more entertaining off the bat like in in terms of like combat sports so it's only it's only right I mean
2: well who do you think is going to win bro
1: Who do I think is going to win is that a serious question Yeah Man, if <laughs> If there's no bullshit clauses in the, uh, there will be. It's an exhibition. Yeah, if yeah, more than likely it's gonna be like you can't knock, you can't knock Jake out. Nigga, he gonna try to knock the nigga out, and I'm. Y'all
2: it. think Tyson's gonna listen to that? He almost ended Roy.
1: <laughs> nah, he, I don't think. Don't, I think he did. Nah. He could
2: have ended Roy, bro. He yeah,
1: could've. he could have. Yeah, he could have turned it on against Roy a couple times. i seen during that fight. Like, he was literally holding himself back. It's so he crazy. Was how he was
0: simmering, bro. He was not boiling.
1: <laughs> it was cra- It's crazy how fucking good he still looks at this age. It's ridiculous.
0: It's crazy what testosterone can do, baby.
1: You feel me? My son is on that good old horse meat. That's the, Stop Stop he's, that.
0: he's on that capital T, baby. That shit. Woo!
2: Yes,
0: is, there, is there a Jake Paul and Khabib rumor? Yes, there
2: is. There is, bro. For what?
0: In what? I've never sport? heard this. What the fuck?
2: They're floating around, bro. They're bubbling. Wait till like two weeks or so, and they're gonna be serious. But they're they're bubbling now.
1: But in what sport? Boxing. Boxing. It, doesn't, it literally doesn't make sense.
2: It makes sense if you want to get paid.
1: I mean, God, yeah. sure. Yeah, that, I mean that's me there buddy. For, Yeah, that's I can't say anything about that. That's a justification for everything. Uh, <laughs> Eric said, "I
0: shut the fuck up." <laughs> yeah, what,
1: what can you say, They'll Be like, what? That's not even the same weight class. Who likes money? <laughs> I give you twenty-five million dollars, nigga. Put, give me the gloves. Where they at? Where are you? <laughs> I'll, I'll box that, Floyd nigga. right
0: now. I'll, be nigga, his I'll last, box
1: man. Floyd in my boxers, nigga, in twenty-degree weather, nigga. Let's go.
0: I'll do that in the streets up? anyway. <laughs>
1: <laughs> nigga, nigga, I've seen a nigga fight a nigga over Arizona <laughs>
0: I'm smacking Floyd with a twisted T, nigga You think I'm playing Nigga, you catching
1: this twisted tea time, nigga <laughs> Yeah, I do think like
2: that would be a good fight if it happened, bro They're about either What,
1: even. what, what uh, Floyd and twisted T? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit
0: You talking about so Khabib hard. and Jake?
2: Yeah In a boxing match? Yes. You're no, Jake, a would Habib out, Jake, talk talk Jake would knock Khabib out. Jake is going to do bad. He's going to do him terrible. Jake would knock Khabib out, bro. Really, y'all think so? Y'all doubt Khabib, Khabib. Khabib don't, flat Khabib don't
0: flatline. have flat lines, <laughs> F- <flatline>, bro. Flat line, bro.
2: Tyron Woodley got slept.
1: And he's Heck, dog. Come on, man. Leave. Bro, it, man. Aye, aye, aye. So if he sleeps, Khabib is a check. Like, when, when are we gonna stop calling it a check? That's what I'm just saying. Like,
2: alone. In, in and out of love.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you a dumbass, <laughs> nigga. Oh <laughs> shit, that's funny. Oh man. Nah, but it's it's really a, it's really a matter of like, I think it, it it'll end up being a matter of like how much they will in the shell out because my son Khabib is. He's on his mogul shit. You know, my son got the Eagle FC going. He trying to get his bank up. We'll, we'll see what's up.
2: Eagle FC is looking good, too. They got Diego, Kevin Lee. They got a couple other big names, but those are the two that <laughs> <out. laughs>
1: Nigga said, <laughs> nigga said man, the nigga that Kevin Lee the about to go undefeated. And the nigga they plan on having him fight six times. To Kevin to Lee chair.
0: is about to be undefeated, bro. I love it, man. Why is it that any other sporting organization can build up their fighters but when kevin lee is being booked against diego sanchez everybody
2: got a problem with it man fuck you kevin lee needs to be built up
1: nigga you know why the fuck we have a problem
2: what happens when diego beats the fucking shit out of kevin lee Bro, if Diego happens. beats
0: the shit out of Kevin Lee Yugi, I'm coming after you for saying that shit,
2: bro, bro, Me? I
0: ain't got shit to do with Kevin Lee's. How hair. dare you, bro? How dare you do Kevin Lee like that? How dare
2: him do that, bro? Why he? Yeah. To how, him? how dare Kevin <laughs> Lee do to himself?
1: If Kevin Yama, Lee loses to Diego Sanchez, that. nigga, that's all on him. Fuck, fuck, nigga, bad luck, karma, nigga, any of that shit. Food poisoning? I don't care. If you lose to Diego Sanchez at this age, is Kevin Lee, nigga, you got no excuse.
0: Why you say? Why y'all saying this, bro? Stop because there's
1: that Nigga, nigga said, stop putting this juju in the air.
0: Don't even put that out there, bro. I, I feel but disrespected It could happen,
2: bro. That nigga Diego come on with the spirit powers and catch my nigga with a fucking karate chop to the neck, bro.
1: Nigga so, <laughs> said so he gonna hit him with that Joshua Fabia tech, you heard? The hell yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> no, sir. Better stop playing. He ain't gonna hold the fucking the pressure point in your inner crotch when you're shooting a double the inner crotch
2: <laughs> man that yo nigga, eric that nigga man. eric is speaking pure sandwich right now i don't know yeah i was about to say
0: <laughs> he said you know, i inner crotch you know what i'm saying <laughs>
2: <laughs> that nigga's speaking turkey fucking what, what you got bro nigga got a bacon egg and cheese nigga. <laughs> i know i know no. it's some healthy shit dog what is it
1: No, nah, it's not oh, healthy at all
2: finish eating nigga what you, what you got <laughs> Yeah, it's actually
1: just some, nigga.
2: No, you it's just, just
1: some gummies. Just
2: some gummies. edibles. Come on, baby. Yo, me and Yugi been
0: going to like hell of venue events in the Oculus and shit, bro. And the yo, other tell day, me about that,
1: yo, I've been mad fucking jealous. Y'all been making me want to get one. You need bro, to bro, get buy one. one. You better it's get it's only three hundred
0: dollars, bro. It's it's not it's not crazy expensive. It's less than an iPhone. It's less than a console. It's less than a new TV. It's not expensive, bro. But.
2: Yeah, uh, I know you spent more on green before, bro. Come on. For oh, sure.
1: Hey, bro.
2: Like
1: I, sp- I spent at least like uh half of that on green today. <laughs>
2: Jesus.
1: Uh,
0: yeah, I they so so that. they have something called horizon venues, right? So you go through, uh they got a bunch of things playing. Right now, they got Young Thug in concert, they got Guns and Roses in concert. They got one championship, and that shit plays, like, 24-7. One championship is consistent, like, just random fights up on the screen. It's pretty fun. Uh, but, yeah, that's just examples of the shit that they have. Um, Monday night, they're going to have uh, the Warriors versus the Rockets, I believe. Really? You, you got to watch that shit. I can't
2: wait and to watch NBA courtside. Dude,
1: that's so, court side
2: are so dope. And then the other night, Dana actually announced that he's bringing the UFC fights to the... Uh,
1: I seen that, but he but did I mention can. he said he said that you'll be ha- you have to pay for the tickets.
2: Of course, now, I'm fine
1: with though.
0: that. I'm fine. Yeah, with that.
1: it's like if it's like you if what, it's a live view, event. I'm fine with it. Yeah, yeah. If it's a live event, I'm kind of with that too. Honestly, that sounds like a really dope uh, idea. But well, he was saying a, like you can walk
0: around cage side and shit. It's like it's not just the seat. Like
1: yeah, it'll trying be, to make
2: the, like the party party like when we're in my room.
1: Yeah, you won't be locked up in in one place, which is really really cool. I love I mean, that so much, man. The that's Metaverse a fantastic idea, dude. Man, you fucking, if you're
0: listening to this shit, buy a fucking Oculus, man.
2: Just do it
1: for yourself, for your health, for your mental.
2: When we talking to you, Eric? What the hell,
1: nigga? Come on, <laughs> nigga. Come on <laughs> <be there. laughs> I said,
2: Eric, if you listening, <laughs>
1: <laughs> you have to you have to throw subs while I'm right here, nigga. Like you could have waited, but no, yeah, I, I do plan on getting one. Um, hopefully in the uh, upcoming weeks, it's uh it's probably my next purchase after I just bought Pokémon Legends Arceus, which is going to take over my life for the next uh, 2 weeks to a month. So when you do it, we can start doing the podcast in the metaverse, bro. That's kind of hard. <clears throat> that's kind of a uh, that's kind of ridiculous. That's kind of hard to wrap my head around that whole <laughs> idea.
0: We can have full three D characters of ourselves sitting around a table doing a podcast
2: in the metaverse, bro. And then when y'all say some goofy shit, I can throw a tomato at you, niggas.
1: <laughs> nigga said, "Boo!" boo hey, throw a tomato. don't go to
2: Yugi's apartment in the
0: metaverse. That nigga just sit there and throw tomatoes at you when you're trying to watch Spider Man.
1: <laughs> 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 nigga, you go, you go walk into his, he <laughs> gonna walk into his metaverse apartment, and he gonna, he gonna lock you in. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm just sitting there minding my business you can say boo tomato tomato tomato
1: nigga all you have, all you hear is ka-ching you, you look over nigga, you get standing by the door you're like what the fuck <laughs> I didn't mean, know you could lock doors in here what happened it's encrypted
2: we watched fucking Spider-Man I think I was trying to watch some AEW up there bro
1: wait which Spider-Man the new one
2: yeah the very new one that shit's lit dog have you seen it
1: yeah I have it's fantastic yeah it
2: is it
0: is. There's this uh, app that we've been using called uh, Big Screen mm. and they got like people that are just sharing shit like from their computers. So yeah, brand new movies you can watch. You can watch them in full 3D which is crazy. Um, there's like venue, there's like not venues but like maps basically so you can have an apartment, you can have a movie theater, you can have a drive-in theater. There's a campfire, like shit like that. You can invite people in to watch things. I found there's like a public area. I found one that was showing porn, which I thought hey. was crazy. I just walked in and some dude was just grabbing titties. I was like, bro, everybody in here is disgusting, bro. It was a movie theater full of niggas in the metaverse watching porn.
1: Is isn't it very telling how you said every every nigga in here is disgusting, yet you was one of those nigga, one of those niggas in there?
0: I was the first nigga in there.
1: Hey, let's go! Oh. I actually watched I like the two
2: championship it. fights on the Oculus, bro, with the fucking big screen. I posted a picture of it. with uh, I think I tagged Shaq in it. Put the big screen up in the fucking sky, like on the skyline. That shit was crazy, bro. Mm-hmm. I
1: That's fucking hard, bro. My my thing is, uh, damn, what show was that from? I Or, or fucking like... So there was this... Um, I think it might have been Teen Titans. Where there was just like this bubble like that they would give to keep people like you would step into the to the bubble and it would essentially give you everything that you wanted in the world like a, like every form of pleasure every form of satisfaction but it was like super addictive so like when you came out of it like you were just a, a shell of yourself because you knew like what you like really wanted and shit i hope the metaverse doesn't turn into something like that
0: i think we gotta stop being afraid of what the metaverse can turn into and just take it for what the fuck it is
1: no, I don't I don't say necessarily like uh being afraid of it now cuz I'm I don't mean you, I just here. mean in
0: general. I just yeah. see people like, "Oh, I'm this is so that's such a dumb idea." Why? That's how everybody felt about the internet, bro. And now look, it was invented for porn and now look, we are doing podcasts on it.
1: Let's go. Porn podcast. That's
2: up next. <laughs> a porn cast. <laughs> a porn, a porn cast. cast. Let's do the well, porn I'm cast. Back Yara. Back.
1: I've actually seen some of those. Those are those are not cool. I don't like those. <laughs> that's that's like a real thing. What porn porn casting videos? Yeah, those are that's a real form of porn. Oh Jesus! Oh man, I, I just changed I don't Yugi's know life. What are talking about? Holy fuck! I just changed Yugi's life. Bro, I can't get
0: over what Francis did to Gon with one leg, bro.
1: <laughs> bro, one the leg. man, the way he, he scooped them like a bag of rice, threw him on his neck. Bro, <laughs> no he MCL. hit that
0: man. He hit that. He looked like fucking uh. What's the big Jack Black dude from like the early nineties in WWF? The bald nigga, bro. Oh Don't. man, he looked Oh my god, he looked like him. I forgot what his he he did the, the, the Chicago plunge or some shit like that, man. That's what Nganu looked like, bro. That nigga, shit was absolutely incredible.
1: You know you know was the only person that came into my mind when you mentioned that guy? You remember mm-hmm. when Chris Jericho debuted and he had that that bodyguard? My trainer, Mr. Hughes, yes. Yeah, that's that's literally who I uh, who I pictured.
0: Mister Hughes trained me, bro.
1: Oh, that's dope <laughs> as fuck. Yeah.
0: Well, eventually A. R. Fox trained me, but A- he trained A. R. Fox, so
1: yeah. Oh, that's dope as shit. But no, yeah. yeah, that's the literally the first person I thought of. But yeah, he um he looked incredible. Like I was so shocked to see him like have wrestling prowess. Like I mean. I, we did see glimpses of wrestling prowess in his rematch with Stipe. Like he had a really, really good um sprawl. Uh, the way he used the the seatbelt position to uh to basically roll around his backside and take his back from that position and start dropping bombs. All of that shit was just it was it was it was pretty incredible to see in general. Um but to watch him utilize it against Gon, who was somebody uh that is very tactical, uses space very well. It was it was very, very impressive. Bro, I was, yeah.
2: was going to lose my fucking mind if he got him up. Even if he put him in rubber guard, bro, I would have been so fucking impressed, bro. I thought he was going to get a triangle at a
1: second, for a second. We all thought that, bro. <laughs> yeah, it was fucking insane.
2: That would have been the greatest moment in history, man. Jeez. History. That would have been it. That title fight's up there, bro. I don't know. When you said people said it was fucking boring. Yo, who? Like... Who said that,
1: dog? You want to know what it is? Is that people hear the name Francis Ngano and just think uh, (laughs) Ungabunga.
0: Every time. Yeah,
1: literally. So that's what it is. It's like, okay, they expect for every time they tune in to see this nigga go ahead and take somebody's life. Like, bro, that's not, you know, people evolve. Like, especially to see somebody like Engano evolve, that's probably one of the scariest things in the world. Because that nigga already had
2: the hella technique that shit was nutty bro watching that entire fight his progress him and Usman's progress it's insane and I just hope that Izzy can keep up with those two bro I hate to compare them all but yeah why you do that why are you putting black men in you a right? barrel nah man they, 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 they the fucking African champions man I wanted to say African fucking champions what the
1: fuck <laughs> no, you just activated my son's hotel mode. You can't do that. Bro, I, <laughs> let me take. Let me bro. take
2: off the Koofy, bro. I'ma chill. Oh, on man, you got, you got really the Koofy cool. ready, bro. Nigga, ready. he didn't even put it
1: on. Nigga, that shit came through like um Doctor Strange cape, nigga.
2: Did y'all see the interview where uh, Usman was talking about moving up? Yeah, he's talking yeah. about DK. he wants to fight Yan. He <laughs> wants to no. He yeah. Skip fucking. Izzy. is he? go all the way up to fucking light heavyweight bro that's let me nutty. tell y'all
0: something right now let me tell y'all something right now my guy gotta chill i respect him he's one of the best <laughs> champions ever yeah, i love Usher. um i need him to realize that he couldn't even beat robert whitaker at middleweight so i don't think that he should go up to light heavyweight to fight jan Blahovic. i
2: think I just... he should go take that belt from izzy bro fuck, fuck that wait They're
1: hold boys, up, bro. They, yeah they, that's the same he literally said on a podcast he would never fight izzy I so, think he's. Sure. I mean, no, he didn't
0: say that. He said that UFC would have to give them $20 million
1: each, is what he said. And nigga, they ain't willing to pay John yeah. 10. So, I ain't yeah. hearing that shit. Yeah. Yeah, they ain't fighting. And no, I'm fine with thing. that. I'd rather have more um, black champions than have a, a, a another double champ that's a black guy, which is fine. I'm cool with that. But having three African champions is so much stronger than having one African champion, one African double champ, in my opinion.
0: I think we can, <clears throat> I feel like we could wrap up this conversation just by saying Dana White is bald. Fuck Dana yeah. White, bro. Yeah. Fuck Dana
1: White. Yeah.
0: That, uh, Jerry and Glover is happening. I, I, I think, uh, I think Jerry is going to knock Glover out. It was a fun ride, Glover. Um, I fuck with you, bro. I'm sorry that everybody's underrating you so heavy. I don't think it's like a sure thing Jerry is going to win, but that's my pick. Glover's a shira can box, bro. Motherfucker, Glover
2: fucked up, bro. Like Glover's going to light this dude up. Y'all tripping, bro. Y'all, like I said, all that fucking funky hookidooki rooney one up the pipe, bro.
1: Spin-a-rooney? Nigga said hooky-dooky dookie rooney nigga. You don't want that smoke. Dish. I don't nigga know nigga why I'm doing a Harry Potter spell. <laughs> <bro. laughs> nigga said expect up a head ass nigga. Nigga think me dirty. Oh, nigga said I body it. No, one thing I do think is that um, I think that G- like like uh Yugi says, uh, he, he can just lay one up the pipe and just fucking sleep him, cause you know Glover got hands. It's not that Glover don't got hands, but. The thing is that Jiri got hands, feet, elbows, knees, back fists. That's the only thing. It's like it's hard for me to sit here and like put all my eggs in one basket when it comes to Jiri, because it's like he's still kind of unproven, I guess. Like when it comes mm-hmm. to like other other different um, aspects of MMA itself, like grappling and shit. But uh, that's not to say that uh, he can't get it done. So I think I am yeah, Jerry is my pick.
0: Yeah, Jerry's my pick there. If Clover won, I wouldn't be like, Wow, can't believe he did that. He 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 fixed that for me when he uh when he beat because I was like, this Ain't same. no way. Ain't no way this old ass niggas beating Jan Blovich, bro. He did it. He fucking did it. I ha- so
2: I have Glover by experience, bro. There's gonna be some moments in that fight where Yuri turns into a fucking helicopter. And just start spinning around and shit, <laughs> and Glover's gonna take advantage, bro. Ain't nobody doing all that shit, bro. He needs to calm down. I don't know why. Y'all, I really don't know why y'all like. I'm not like a Yuri hater. I want to get this straight. I like the kid. I just he don't says, know why says he hates
0: he's like, on Yuri. Go ahead, bro.
2: <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm not a Yuri hater, bro. I'm just saying. I don't know why he's so hyped the way he is. He's he, all of his wins were like bull knockouts. knockouts,
1: knockouts, nasty knockouts,
2: <laughs> like all of them.
1: Like, bro, that spinning back elbow against Dominic Reyes was some of the nastiest shit I've ever seen. Bro. So it was the luckiest shit in the world. Lucky? Bro, what? Lucky? Luck. He literally fucking. He literally timed it through the fake elbow because the first elbow was not even close. So he knew he was not gonna hit that one, and he did it to time the next one that followed up and knocked him out.
2: I mean, it's Dominic Reyes, bro.
1: I just oh, want to so let now, you know, bro. Why you can Hold on, hold
2: on, hold on. i I'm not hold on, to hold on. Hold the goalpost, but if you're gonna say all that, it's still it's Dominic Reyes. He's never impressed me either, bro. Like all right, y'all bro. gonna see, y'all gonna see. Mark these words, bro. Glover's going to handle Yuri badly. Like, okay, I just want bad. you to know that
0: Yuri Prokhaska is on a crazy win streak. It's about know, tw- know, hold on, know, hold on, hold on. It's it's twelve. It's twelve fights. In that twelve fights, he is on a ten fight. Finish streak bro 10 finishes and 12 Wins bro in a against,
1: row. Against I'm sorry plumbers, I'm sorry bro. I'm sorry
0: 11 finishes in 12 Wins but Against, against plumbers until he got
2: to UFC that who he No they the were UFC. not
0: they were rising Dudes they're all on steroids what do you rising, mean Plumbers right.
2: the plumbers on steroids Nigga them niggas ain't got no technique Over there bro, bro he knocked Fuckin out
0: him. Bruno Capeloza what are you talking I, about Bro I don't he knocked out King Mo
2: Bro. I don't care bro. about no King Mo, bro.
1: bro. So then you just nigga, just say you are a Jiri hater. Yo, he I'm knocked not, out I'm Fabio right, Maldonado. You know and
2: you, me not said, being impressed by somebody doesn't make me a hater, bro. Let me tell, no, let me no, name no, some no. names. It's not, a,
1: it's not about it's not about you not being impressed by somebody. It's about anything that's possibly impressive about him. You keep moving like it, you have a justification for it to say like.
2: I go, not- I go back to the same thing. All that wild shit, somebody's just going to throw. It, 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 there's no technique behind that shit, bro. I'm not, that is bro.
1: not true.
0: He's highly. Te- what the fuck am I. What's going on right now, Yugi? I, <laughs> so- I love it. I love it. it. Dog, Jerry Prohaska has no technique. Are you serious?
2: Bruh, I'm not going to say he has no technique. That's what you I'm just exagger- said. I'm exaggerating <laughs> a little bit, but all that wild shit, bro, that does not work. It, 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 Name like,
0: the wildest thing he did in a fight that you saw, bro. The spinning back elbow that landed bro, a KO. I'm talking
2: about His movement, everything, bro. Anybody with a solid game. Oh, him company. just being a wild nigga,
0: bro. He can't help yeah. that. He, he live in the woods, bro.
2: I don't care where he live at, bro. That nigga can live in a $16 billion mansion and come in there and do backflips. I'll still be like, yo, that shit doesn't work.
0: But you like Michelle Paheya.
2: He different, bro.
0: Nah, nigga. Oh
2: you like so
0: Michelle Pare. The huh? <laughs> and, and, and then
2: if you uh. want to keep, keep it super funky, I'm not like the biggest fan of Michelle Pereira. That's a cat, bro. You
0: love Michelle oh, Perheir fights, dog.
2: Nigga. Fuck you her, love Kevin. You him, love him, bro. I be calling him to get washed a lot and he proved me wrong. Fucking he's not bad either. I'm just saying uh, I wish I could think of a better example, bro. All but right, so
0: Yuri Prochaska's most notable wins in his in his current win streak are Ozemier. Bruno Capilosa, no, no, no Bruno Capilosa, King Mo, Fabio Maldonado, CB Dalloway, Volkan Ozdemir, and Dominic Reyes, bro. For a light those heavyweight, the, first of all, for,
1: legit. I mean, CB is not a real, yeah. For for, for, a, for a light
0: heavyweight, let's just say that light heavyweight is ass nowadays. It went from the best division in the sport to literally the worst. But I don't agree with that narrative. What's the worst division in the sport? If okay, I think uh, okay.
2: If I don't had say to heavyweight. Pick, I'm not gonna say heavyweight at all, nigga. You got me <laughs> fucked up. I think middleweight is.
0: Middleweight is the worst division. Middleweight.
2: Give me talent the size Izzy, and and Rob. Okay, that's fine. Uh, uh, Cannonier,
0: um, uh, Kelvin Gastelum, fucking. Uh, well, son, what's his first name?
1: First of all, be like- we had to like the
2: washed awards, nigga.
1: Like that's because
0: izzy watched him nigga that's not his fault bro they jack were all great or jack or manson bro come I'm on with jack yeah
2: he's, yeah he's, talented. he's up there i wouldn't say he's elite but he's up there hamzat yeah nigga actually i don't know if he's legit How about you, about
1: say, nigga. you don't even know what's really
0: he's neat yeah i don't know he's ranked in both i hate that
2: Middleweight's a dead weight class, just like light heavyweight was a dead weight class when John Jones was running over that shit, bro. Light heavyweight was
0: not a dead weight class. Light heavyweight had had like the, the tail end
2: of it. At the tail end of it, the real challenges were fucking Gus, DC with the asterisk on it, Rumble. Somebody just had your number, Rumble, but he that never happened. Okay, uh,
1: yeah, I wish it did.
2: Then both of them niggas couldn't stay out of trouble, bro. Dude, uh, Rumble would have just got choked from behind again, bro.
1: Yeah, more
2: than that. Like That's DC. And I will put Reyes there just because it was a good fight, bro. Okay.
1: The
0: JV but baseball player?
2: At the tail end of the career. I'm just saying because it was a good fight. Those were All no right, right, So, so
1: pr- Prime Glover wasn't a person. So Shogun, who was like fucking three years No, 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 no. he's not talking career. about that, Eric. Oh. oh, you mean the tail end of his of his title run? Yes. Okay,
2: How the okay, division right. was empty. Everybody that could be faced already faced him. You don't want to see this shit again. That's what middleweight's going through right now. Except for the fact that, like, I don't know if he's dodging Jarrett, but Jarrett keeps losing. Fucking who else is it for real, bro? Rob? Yeah, the dodge, the lost.
1: He lost a Whitaker.
0: Cannoneer got his face broken by okay, Whitaker. So bro. who else is there?
1: That's a pretty good point, actually. I think the top five.
0: No, no, no. I think the top five is good. Big somebody got
1: feedback. But no, yeah, it's um, that's pretty true. I do think that um, that it it can see some sort of resurgence, but it's it's gonna it's gonna be a little bit just because, my boy Izzy gonna have that bitch in a bulldog choke for a little while.
0: For a while, bro. We'll see. We'll see if Rob can't get it done the second time. If he can't, then yeah, I agree with that. But I don't think it's a I don't think it's a foregone conclusion that Izzy's just gonna watch Rob in the rematch. I I don't get that mindset because everybody said the same thing about Figgy, and I just did not agree with that. And look, look at that shit. It just
1: depends was, on how Rob comes into the match, honestly.
0: Yeah, I just hope Rob doesn't do what he says he's gonna do and try to wrestle, even though Rob is probably the best wrestler at middleweight right now. I hope he doesn't do that, bro. And yes, better
1: than Why? Kelvin
2: Gastelum. Why, I wouldn't what?
1: disagree with it, honestly. I
2: am about to say, that's the best game plan you could come up with. That's the biggest weakness he's shown. Why wouldn't he wrestle?
0: Nah, they got to have a boring chess match. That's how you catch Izzy. I personally think Yoel Romero beat Izzy, but whatever.
1: What? My nigga, the only person who lost that fight was the fans. I'm not hearing I that.
0: agree. I agree. But... If I would, if I had to sit and score it, Ro, Yoel Romero be Izzy, bro. <laughs> it's so weird to say that, but I really, I, I, truly believe that shit. But I
1: right, right, honestly, I can't, I can't even sit here and recall and look back because I genuinely don't care. Like <laughs> that match was so fucking wild.
2: That was a terrible fight, bro. The
1: most exciting part of that fight was Yoel yelling in his face when it was over.
2: Because <laughs> Yoel
0: thought he fucking won, bro. I did too. I he was like, like shit. Yeah!
1: I was like my brain
0: it, it was weird cuz my mind was like I think you all just won, but like did he though. And I don't mean like diddy though like is he actually beat him? I meant like did anybody win?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Bad. But look, we got we got two cards happening this week. Um Yep. So we got Bellator 273 happening. Um yes, Some sir. notable fights are Darian Caldwell versus Enrique Barzola that's going to be a banger because Darian Caldwell is the fucking man. Uh Saba Hamasi is fighting Jaleel Willis, which is a really good fight. Uh they're both uh 15 wins, 10 losses and 15 wins. I love wins watching and three I losses, love watching
1: so. uh Hamasi get knocked out. So I'll just Me too, Habasi. bro. <laughs> man, watching Sabah... <laughs> I'll never forget <laughs> tough. To... Bro. Oh, man. You know what my bro. my uh, uh, how about um, Abdul Razak al-Hassan when he, knocked him, uh, when he knocked Sabah Hamasi out? That shit was bitches, Bro, he put that man on a fucking t-shirt. I Yo, love it, bro. So, yeah, it, it's a fun time. I'm, I'm down for all that, especially because Sabah is the type of guy who likes to talk shit. But apparently all he day. Like, he don't back it up very well, so that's going to be fun.
0: Henry Corrales is fighting Aiden Lee. I'm looking forward to that. Henry Corrales is a tough-ass Mexican fighter. I love Mexican fighters. He is a guy that I have to watch when I watch Bellator. Uh, Bendo is fighting Islam Mamadov, which is a test because Bendo is washed as much as I hate to say it. He's still the lightweight goat, but he's washed. Um, We'll see if this Russian can do anything to him or everything to him.
1: (laughs) Or anything (laughs) Uh, he wants to him. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, Ryan Bader is defending his title against uh, Moldovsky and I think he might lose. So
1: I want the easiest fight at light heavyweight. I want Ryan Bader.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, this DC dude was heard. foul for that shit, bro.
1: <laughs> bro, that's the best promo I ever heard in my life, my nigga. This, <laughs> uh, this How
0: this my dude said defenses? he wanted he he wanted the easiest fight at heavyweight.
2: <laughs> and that's why he got Ryan Bader. <laughs> How many title defenses Bader got over there, bro?
0: Title defenses. I mean he he beat Fedor and he beat uh what's his name um, fuck. Who would he be for the light heavyweight title? I just had that man on the tip of my brain. Don't matter, he lost that shit in the next fight. So yeah, he got smoked by Corey Anderson, right? No, well, yes, but no, he got smoked uh, before that by Fedor's uh, uh, young boy, who is the light but heavyweight damn. champion. Yeah, Nemco. Oh yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, that kid's a fucking monster. Nymkov oh, lit him them. the fuck Wait.
0: up, bro. And then Corey Anderson smoked his ass. God damn. I I, I hate Corey Anderson all you want, bro. That man has a legit catalog, bro. His catalog is crazy. He was getting, people think that he like started getting KOs when he knocked out Johnny Walker. No, he was, he was KOing dudes before that. Like I called that shit before it happened. I'm like, bro, y'all sleeping on Corey. Everybody thought it was going to be a highlight reel jumping knee or some shit. And I'm, t- I'm thinking, like, if that man jumps up in the air, he's getting dropped on his fucking neck, bro. He's not winning this fight. Like, there was nowhere I thought he would win. Corey Anderson's so good, bro. And I knew Ryan Bader was about to get beat because Corey, <laughs> Corey Anderson was talking about them training together. And he was like, bro, I used to beat his ass on the mats. So, like, there has never been a time where he had me compromised. And guess what? Bader didn't fucking disagree. Bader was like, yeah, well, things are different now. and Apparently not. Cause he was asleep, bro. Face down, ass up on the mat.
1: That was crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Fucking
0: so he um, booty. He took the booty. booty. Not like Izzy board, was different. Yeah. He didn't raw dog <laughs> him, but uh, Eagle FC is happening uh, the next That's night. Low. No, it's the night before actually. Eagle FC is the night before. Eagle FC is Friday. Bellator is Saturday. Notable fights uh, for Eagle FC is Sean Asher versus Jorgen De Castro. Uh, God, ooh, God, Jorgen? Jorgen? Jorgen is fighting is back. Let's go. Yes. I
1: love him uh,
0: Yeah. Uh John Howard is fighting Ramazan Kuramagomedov. Dude, they got That's...
1: John Howard?
0: Yeah. Yo, you're going to
1: see got a little fucking. They got a scout.
0: Yeah, guess what? The weight class is 175. I love
1: that. John Howard at 175. Wow. I love it. Cuz he was he was always one of those guys that was like He's a big dude, but he's kind of like, he's a, if I if I remember correctly, he's a little smaller, like in stature, like stubbier. Like, yeah. So he's like super powerful, but he's a little small. So, yeah, it's going to be fun to watch.
0: Gabriel Checo is fighting Rashad Evans.
1: Oh, Jesus. I don't even know who Gabriel Checo is, but I feel bad for Rashad.
0: Yeah, Rashad, I don't know, bro. I'm happy you found uh, peace when you had shrooms. Uh, same, bro. But mm-hmm. Maybe don't fight anymore.
1: Yeah, um, maybe save your brain.
0: Uh, Raymond Magomedaliev. I, I think that's how... Daliev. Yeah, Magomedaliev is fighting uh, in Jukwani at 175. Ooh. That'd be cool. And the fucking main event at 265. 265 pounds. Tyron Spong versus Sergei Karitanov. He's fighting Spong. Sergei Karitanov?
1: Get yes, the fuck right. out of here. That's a That's fucking
0: bout. It. This shit is free, by the way. It's on FLX Cast 6pm on Friday. It is completely fucking free. I'll be watching that shit.
1: Yeah, 1 this, million percent. We might I even can't wait for it, June
0: though. when uh, Kevin Lee fights. Woohoo! Woo man i'm looking forward to
1: kevin lee's the 165 uh, pound debut just to see what he looks like but i'm not too excited about his opponent
0: I, I mean i love the fact that kevin lee is a young fighter and i'm looking forward to him fighting this young kid what's his name mm-hmm. diego sanchez yeah well, if he beats this <laughs> up-and-comer diego sanchez with like this if crazy beat, great record
1: woo man if he beats this rookie
0: Man, this, yeah, I mean, he's not even a rookie. He, you know, he's a really good, he's a really good up and comer, bro. If Kevin Lee can beat this guy, I think Kevin Lee should win the 165 championship, personally. I
1: heard, uh, Diego's, you know, he's beat some former UFC champs, apparently. Apparently, he's, uh, he's even won a, a, a competition a couple yeah, of times. Yeah, he won back. tough.
0: He won tough, right? Good. Isn't that this, crazy? Kid, this kid, Diego Sanchez, I, I'm proud of him. I'm nah. proud that he's made it to that point. <laughs> now he's fighting Kevin Lee. For possibly gold at some point, uh, if they decide to run it back after Kevin Lee washes him. But anyway,
1: <clears throat> <laughs> no. In all seriousness, I. Why the fuck is Diego Sanchez fighting? Like, give me all them numbers. Give me all them numbers for Kevin Lee. We gonna stack that record, but just pick somebody else other than Diego. Come on, my nigga. He's had enough. Yeah. He's been through enough. Joshua Fabia did hit. He did him bad already. We don't need more of this.
0: Okay. Um, something else that's happening this weekend is the Royal Rumble.
1: Yes, sir. Uh,
0: bro, I know like even if you don't watch wrestling, you know the big four pay-per-views. You know WrestleMania, mm-hmm. you know uh SummerSlam, you know Survivor Royal Series, Rumble, you know the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. These are the four pay per views where you can't get off you can't get on the internet and not see this shit everywhere. So I know everybody's looking forward to at least seeing what's gonna happen on Twitter or whatever platform you're on you can't escape the royal rumble bro it's the biggest night and <clears throat> there's been hella leaks and arguably and bigger than wrestlemania sometimes well that's the thing they've been they've been running stadiums for the royal rumble the past few years because it's so fucking big especially with the returns that have happened man last year at not last year the year before edge came back everybody mm-hmm. thought edge was retired that was the craziest shit ever man Uh, that's not the first time he came back at the rumble either that's what's wild but yeah rumble rumble time is is returns uh debuts fucking uh, aj styles debuted in the royal rumble a few years ago that was crazy Mm -hmm. that's probably the best royal rumble Mm -hmm. debut arguably taz but i think aj's is bigger uh oh
1: yeah i would agree as well
0: yeah. Uh, J- Johnny Knoxville is in the Rumble this year, which is interesting. let but...
1: Johnny. Woo! <laughs> <That's my laughs> yeah, we
0: know who Yugi's rooting Rumble. for.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's going to get wants the chaos. Yeah, he's going to definitely get slammed by somebody. Somebody's going to uh, break his old
0: ass, bro. It's, it's going to mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm. um, One thing is uh, <laughs> I would say is uh, I'm looking forward to the narratives. So, like, what I mean by that is, like, number 27 always has that that special pick and that's usually isn't number 27 like the most winningest number
0: it's the most winningest number yes
1: yeah so i'm excited y'all to know see... about
0: the the most deadly number apparently
1: uh 30
0: no number 14 is the most oh, really? unlucky number in the rumble most yeah. of the people most not all most of the people that have drawn number 14 have gone on to like get traumatic injuries died uh, killed, gone to jail, something. Something wild has happened to people that have drawn number 14. They haven't had great lives. It's weird. It's like a curse number in the Royal Rumble. So,
1: Oh, so it's even outside of wrestling, it's a thing. that
2: Yes. Okay.
1: That's kind of fucked.
2: That's very fucked. I did not know that.
1: Like no, who? who?
0: Anybody? Any examples? Any examples? Uh, so we got Marty Jannetty. We Who's got alive
1: yeah huh? Marty's still alive Yeah, he's like yeah.
2: being racist online and shit right
1: yeah, yeah he's been he, a
2: racist
0: piece of, <laughs> of shit <laughs> bro he has traumatic brain trauma and he also uh, was Marty Jannetti. Uh we mm. got he's Eddie Guerrero about
2: his daughter at one point or something wow, yeah he was talking I'm
0: about out fucking out. his daughter it was weird bro um we got Eddie Guerrero we got Jeff Hardy who's had his problems we've yep. got Umaga who died uh We got British Bulldog. Uh, We got the Clown. British Bulldog Bulldog? died in the the early 2000s, brother. He died died a long time ago, bro. Uh, Let's see. I wasn't even 10. Yeah, he died died a hot minute ago. Um, But there was a winner. Uh, There was... Who was it? Shinsuke Nakamura. He was the first guy to draw 14 and win, I believe.
1: It's because... uh, he had that um, he had that luck on his side. the The, the Eastern strong style protected him from the Western influence. <laughs> and man said, "Fuck your traditions, fuck your superstitions. I'm winning this shit. I love shinsuke."
0: That, uh, man, I don't even. Speaking of that, let me let me just talk about the fact that New Japan sucks. New Japan Pro Wrestling. Mm-hmm. Back in, I started watching New Japan Pro Wrestling in 2011. 2011 was the year I decided to branch out from WWE. And I decided, I'm going to watch all the wrestling I possibly can. That was around the time that I actually started training. Um, well, no, I started training in 2013. But it was, it was those past couple years, I was just wrestling heavy before I yeah. started training. New Japan was one of the companies. I started watching All Japan uh, from the 90s. It wasn't good anymore. All Japan from the 90s. I started watching Noah. I started watching PWG. ROH, all that shit in 2011 New Japan Pro Wrestling was the wildest shit I'd ever seen. It was like I, I start I started to understand why fucking losers watch anime. I was like, man, mm. this wait, is wait, wait,
1: wait, bitch. huh? What you what you mean? You know what? Keep keep going with your story.
2: You gotta fucking
1: relax, right? Yeah, you dirty bitch. Like you're know, not even... sitting right the fuck here.
2: I'm
0: just saying, but I started to understand. I was like, man. I get why you motherfuckers are weeaboos. I like Japanese culture too, and I dove deep, deeply into it because of Shinsuke Nakamura, bro. Everybody was on Kazuchika Okada's dick, bro. They were like Rainmaker this, Rainmaker that. Rain oh, Hiroshi, Hiroshi Tanahashi. He's the Japanese John Cena. Blah, blah. yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> I really like. He is the Japanese John Cena. <laughs> I really so like. I really love Shinsuke Nakamura because this motherfucker was a mixture of Bruce Lee and Michael Jackson, bro. That's the craziest mixture you could possibly imagine. Bruce Lee and Michael Jackson fucked in Japan and had a baby. And that was shit. That's Shinsuke Nakamura. Well, before he got to WWE, now he's, he's a shell of himself, but get your money. Um,
1: Everybody New Japan Pro Wrestling. WWE.
0: I agree. New Japan sucks. I went back and watched the, the most recent Wrestle Kingdom from a couple weeks ago, and mm. it was it was bad, bro. When, was Will Ospreay, when Will Ospreay is your world champion, it's bad. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't get why he's so praised in the wrestling business. I've said multiple times, like, Will Ospreay's not good to me. I, his shit is the same. The, his match with Okada was weird. They just... They just like spam finishers. It was like watching a Rock and Austin match, but it doesn't work anymore, bro. You can't just you can't just false finish your way to a fucking five star match. Of course, Meltzer gave that bitch like a ten star, but uh, it wasn't the show overall wasn't that good, man. It didn't feel like a really big event. I always used to say Wrestle Kingdom feels bigger than WrestleMania. Wrestle Kingdom felt way more important because it felt real. It was mm-hmm. like imagine UFC. Had a WrestleMania or a UFC Mania where they booked Francis and Donald John Jones, fucking Conor McGregor and 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 uh, and Nate Diaz and all bro. the dream matches. That's the
1: match
2: supposed to be, but that shit never fucking works out ever. Yeah, I'll
1: chime right. in a bit here because I I've been watching New Japan since like I want to say like 2015. I started watching New Japan. I haven't I'm watched so it so sorry, bro. Enough maybe like a year or so. So I understand what Shaq means. Like, Wrestle Kingdom, when I I experienced my first Wrestle Kingdom, I was like, yeah, this this is probably the best um, wrestling event I've ever seen in my life. Um, Not to mention, Wrestle Kingdom isn't even a fucking, it's not even like a day event. It's multiple days. Like, it's multiple different days of crazy fucking wrestling. High octane, essentially every belt in the fucking company gets defended. It's fantastic, and there are a lot of really good matchups. I didn't catch this one, but I I basically and heard the same thing The Shaq's saying. that it, it wasn't it wasn't all that. This
0: year. Skip it. You're not missing nothing. Back when I used to watch New Japan, it was only one night. Wrestle Kingdom was one night. It was like an eight-hour night, but it was one night. Yeah, um, they, they
1: had to cut that shit up. They had to. It was too they much. had
0: to. Uh, I think I think they started doing that because Shinsuke Nakamura and in the Intercontinental Championship got too mm. big, and they realized we can't have this as just a co-main event every night. Shinsuke yeah. was so influential and so fucking awesome that they had to make his mid-card title almost like a second world title,
1: like a second main belt.
0: Yes, it was. It was actually insane. I I always thought that belt meant more, like. Uh, I remember one Wrestle Kingdom, uh, not Wrestle Kingdom, but one of the wrestling, it was a big event. Shinsuke fought Andrade from WWE. Man, that match was fucking crazy, bro. And that shit main evented over Tanahashi. And everybody was like, what the fuck? Nah, dog. Let me ask you you this
1: question because it just popped into my head right now. Would you say that Nakamura did for their secondary belt what Shawn Michaels did for the Intercontinental?
0: No, no, because the Intercontinental Championship, to me, started mattering when, like, Triple H and The Rock started battling over it. That's when that mattered. Um, so you think the- that,
1: that, that Shinsuke's role for his specific, his specific side thing, and I'm not disagreeing, I'm just trying to clarify, his specific um, side belt is is uh, bigger than Shawn Michaels? Is that what you're saying? What What he did for the belt?
0: No, I don't consider I don't consider Shawn Michaels' uh, legacy with the IC title that influential or that important. Okay. Um, okay. overall. Okay. I'm not I'm not just saying like Shinsuke isn't mm-hmm. is is more important. I'm just saying what Shawn Michaels did for the belt wasn't that important to me. Um but what what I could compare Shinsuke doing to the belt is Cody Rhodes with the IC title in like twenty thirteen, I believe. Let's just let's just put this out there, first of all, for people that don't know. Uh Cody Rhodes decided to unveil a new intercontinental championship and it was white and gold. It was kind of a throwback to the old one. But the reason they did it was because Shinsuke Nakamura turned the IC title in New Japan white. WWE copied. That's how that's how influential he was as a champion in New Japan. WWE started copying in America. So yeah, that, that shit was incredible. New Japan is a shell of itself now, man. They, <clears throat> I personally feel like they tried to market to the American audience way too much. I felt like I, I really appreciated the fact that they were bringing their Japanese product to America. And they had maybe one or two or a few uh, gaijin, as they call them. They had the Bullet Club. That was the gaijin stable. And mm-hmm. those guys, those were the only guys that were winning belts that were... American now foreigners. they got like yeah, yeah. yeah now now they got all these other dudes and they got fucking Will Osprey and and uh, they had like Finley's son and all I I I just wasn't I wasn't into it then they started adding everybody on the fucking planet to Bullet Club it all fell apart man then everybody started leaving because even they were like this shit sucks somebody gonna make this money I
1: mean I, I hear they haven't even made a company like they haven't even um, basically built up a company man since evil and evil's been in there for ever like and evil's not old per se like he's not in his twilight years but
0: evil's I was young as evil. fuck evil is like in his early, late 20s bro evil, no, yeah, i wouldn't saying, even call but, evil a company man the company man they have is uh kazuchika okada
1: no he's the main company man i'm talking about a company started like wrestler like basically who's somebody who, who, who cut their teeth in njpw almost exclusively to build them up to become stars like the closest comparable person that you can think of when you go back is probably evil i say you or
0: shibata i think shibata is the one guy i've never seen him wrestle outside of uh new japan
1: well yeah for sure but he came back
0: so like i guess i would say him because he came back
1: the only the, the, the point i'm trying to get to is is that they would rather like take these names who are technically foreigners to them and they they're putting them over way before the people who are, they're building up themselves. It's kind of weird.
0: They tried to tap the American market, which I get, but like what they don't understand is pro wrestling fans that watch Japanese wrestling don't they watch just want to see yeah. yeah, they don't want to see white dudes as champions, bro. We like we don't care. We want to see your champions like p- put out your product. If we don't like it, then you don't have to do it here in America. But like do your product. I love that shit. I loved what it was. I love watching fucking Tanahashi and Shinsuke wrestle four different times a year. And every time they wrestled, it was like, holy shit, they're about to destroy each other for a fucking hour. I love that. that Not only that, going,
1: it was the, the pacing, the difference in storytelling. All of that shit is different. I mean, I I like I haven't been watching as much lately. But um if any of that has been affected too, that's a that's a big fucking deal. Because that's really the reason why I started watching New Japan all the time was when Kenny was there and he was going through like his right. It was right after his first match with Okada. That's when I started to like consistently watch like NJPW whenever it dropped. And the promos, the timing in between their matches, everything was so fucking perfect. Like, it'll be a shame to see them like drop the ball.
0: It's crazy that you say that. that's actually around the time I stopped watching. Oh, that's that crazy. was around the time I stopped. Shinsuke was leaving, or oh, Shinsuke <clears throat> left.
2: Yeah, he and left. Candy, sure. they, finally,
0: they finally pushed Kenny, and I was like, bro, y'all should have pushed Kenny years ago. This is bullshit. Um, yeah, it, that's when I stopped watching. But speaking of uh, Kenny Omega, you know, he's an AEW star, and AEW has been in a little bit of hot water lately with the black wrestling community. Um, if y'all don't know Big Swole, she is a women's wrestler or was a women's wrestler in AEW. Um, she she, I think she was Cedric Alexander's wife. I don't know if they're still married, but they got kids and everything. Uh, I think they're going through a divorce because Cedric got caught cheating. But um, she didn't get booked on AEW TV for, I think, a few months, maybe two months or something like that. And she claimed that AEW lacked diversity and that they would much rather have white champions on TV and this and that. And a lot of people came out and was like, "Nah, I disagree with that. I just I'm here and I don't feel that way, especially a few black wrestlers. All those black wrestlers got called coons. But there was one wrestler that stood out and defended her. And that was Leo Rush. Uh, mm-hmm. Leo Rush decided to say, "Nah, I'm with her. I fucking agree with her. Y'all not about to turn on her and this and that. Um, Me personally, I I understand both sides. I understand her point of view because when it comes to women's wrestling in AEW, it is not very diverse. But I do think the the overall product of AEW is diverse. I, I personally feel that way. I'm not a wrestler backstage, though. I don't know what happens. But the fact that Leo Rush hopped on this shit lets me know. That I cannot side with her because I use when you're when you're a wrestler and you're in your in your locker room, you just hear stories. That's what everybody does backstage. We just sit around and fucking tell stories all day. Like you don't really got shit else to do up until the show happens. So backstage, I learned a lot about people. I learned about a lot of wrestlers that are your favorite wrestlers and they actually they're gay. They have like uh beards for wives. I know about wrestlers that uh do coke. I know I know all the guys that are on steroids. Like you just everybody knows these things and they keep it hush hush and it's a backstage thing. But yeah. one of the things that was discussed a lot was Leo Rush and his fucking attitude.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Everybody knew Leo Rush had a bad attitude before he ever got signed to WWE. So when he got signed to WWE and they were saying that he was a problem and he had a uh attitude backstage, I couldn't side with WWE, even though I knew that I took Leo's side there. Uh, I believe that he had an attitude, but I think that it was WWE, so fuck them. They kind of deserve it. But <laughs> when it comes to like AEW, I think that Leo siding with her is a bad sign because he's he's had a reputation for quite a few years. I a lot of my I had a friend who trained in Colorado, and I had a friend that trained in Florida, and they both have heard the same rumors about him before he ever even got signed it was perpetuated after he got signed by wwe and now it's even being perpetuated in aew so i personally don't feel like aew is being racist i don't like leo rush as as a person based on the things that i've heard so leo rush hopping on that i think that she was wrong to attack aew's uh boss i guess the vince mcmahon of aew his name is tony khan she she called him out leo rush has called him out now leo rush uh his contract isn't getting renewed and they're letting him go that's not uh, surprising at all he he definitely should be let go but that's just something i wanted to touch on because i that's been a hot topic lately and everybody's picking sides
1: <laughs> yeah i've heard a little bit about it i've seen her tweet but um yeah, to, to I haven't been watching. Like, I, I've stated this a couple times, but I'm getting back into it now. And from what I've seen so far, they definitely have diversity. Like, the last, what, three shows that I've watched, half of them have been all black wrestlers. Like, they, there's definitely diversity there. But in terms of, like, the women's wrestling, I can definitely see where her gripe is. Because um, women's wrestling in AEW is kind of shat on, unfortunately is extremely overshadowed by their by the men's uh s- roster.
2: But is the um, women's
1: champion Black? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she's she not
0: the women's champion. She oh, is the anymore? TBS champion.
1: Oh. So she Britt
0: Baker is the women's champion. The TBS championship is like a like the intercontinental championship to the world title kind of. So she's like the mid-card women's champion. I I never thought the day I would see like a mid-card women's championship but Jade should have that. That is a belt that somebody of her style and caliber should have. But
1: for now, yeah, for now that's okay.
0: Yeah, but, until she can actually learn how to wrestle. But it don't matter. I would I would never mind. I'm not even going to I'm not even going to do myself like that.
1: Yeah, but but either way it, it's basically like she 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 has a point in terms of like the women's wrestling not being on the same pedestal, but diversity and like you said I've seen a whole bunch of the Leo Rush shit too in the past that's why he was let go from the WWE like it, it, his story with the WWE is very well known at this point so it's like him essentially trying to like justify what she's saying kind of takes away a little bit of its credibility but um yeah it's it's definitely no secret that um that the uh the women's roster is on the back burner yeah,
0: they gotta, they gotta, they gotta upgrade that. Um, speaking of the women's roster, Mickey James is coming into the World Rumble for WWE, and she's the Impact Knockouts Champion right now. Um, that leads me into something that you guys have asked me about before, and that's the Forbidden Door in pro wrestling. So, I'm gonna start at the beginning because y'all really need to understand like how big this is nowadays, but. Uh in the seventies sixties, seventies and eighties, there was something called the territories. So the United States when it came to pro wrestling was broken up into TV networks, uh territories basically. So there mm-hmm. was like there was like the Pacific, there was like the Northeast, there was like the Southeast, the Southwest, okay. like there were little blocks where like there was wrestling that was only shown in your area and that was your wrestlers like those were the only wrestlers you knew because you're there was like only like fucking three tv channels this so, was like during
1: yeah. the days of like the awa and nwa and tennessee wrestling all of and that like shit that. Yeah, yeah exactly
0: yeah. like smoky mountain wrestling was only shown in like fucking north carolina virginia you know stuff like that uh that's mm-hmm. why a lot of people knew rick flair because rick flair actually traveled throughout the territories which was at one point frowned down upon but like he was so big that he had to go territory to territory and that's how you became a big star Yeah. Um, there was never one company there was like at least 10 major companies and they all were making money and pro wrestling was fucking huge and it was great yep. um, Vince McMahon Sr. owned the WWWF and he decided he didn't want to be in the wrestling business anymore and his son who he just learned was his son vince didn't even know who his dad was until he was like an adult uh his son who we now know as vince mcmahon decided all right i want the company so his dad told him if you if you can actually like fight me for it like if you could beat my ass you could have the the company i swear this is a true story uh, him and his dad went into the ring one night nobody was in the arena and they just threw fucking hands in the ring and Vince beat the shit out of his dad and his dad was like alright you got a the company
1: that's, that's wow. hilarious
0: yeah that's, that is the official story multiple people are witnesses they watched Vince beat the piss out of his like 60 year old dad um, he took over the company after that Vince's idea was I'm going to monopolize pro wrestling so, Vince McMahon slowly killed all the territories. He offered their top guys as much money as he could afford to pay them. They all came to WWF. Um, they start, you got guys like Iron Sheik, Hulk Hogan, Macho Man Randy Savage, like all those guys came over. And eventually, Vince was only able to secure all but, I think, three other territories. And that was like the NWA, uh, WCW and some other ones. Uh, Oh, and like AWA. And those were the ones that people still know today, but eventually because Vince had swallowed up all the other territories, those were the only ones that lasted and they couldn't last long enough to sustain themselves because Vince was on every TV network across America. Um, Which brings me to Forbidden Door which kind of was Established at that point when There was only WCW and WWF WCW And WWF were trading guys back and Forth and people leaving and Money disputes all kinds of shit Right Uh, We eventually get to I'd say What was that 2002 when WCW Went out of business 2001 something Like that wwe has all the all the top pro wrestlers in the world they're all in one company now he has to make multiple brands to fit all of them into the company um that leads to i think when did aew happen 2019 something like that i think it was 2019 i'd say in 2020 aew decided all right let's knock down the forbidden door in pro wrestling. If guys from WWE want to come over here and wrestle for us, that's fine. If guys from TNA, ROH, New Japan, want to come to our company, they don't have to be under contract to wrestle for us. So the forbidden door is open at AEW. And now it looks like WWE is realizing, holy shit, we're missing out on money because this is an old ass idea. Vince McMahon had to monopolize pro wrestling and it's not working anymore, especially when we have legit competition. So WWE is allowing anybody that wants to sign a one-night deal with them to come into the World of Rumble. That means AEW wrestlers, uh, TNA wrestlers. They actually offered contracts to TNA wrestlers. Some of them turned it down. I don't know if they all
2: did. Uh, is, anybody, uh, is, the, is the one person you said the only person who's taken up on the offer so far? The one person. Uh, Johnny Knoxville? <laughs> no. Um, you said the TNA champion. Oh, Mickey
0: James? Yes. Yeah, they announced her very early they announced her i think like the day they were like yeah let's hype the world rumble it was the same fucking day that was crazy uh i think they should have kept that a surprise but i feel like they did that to throw out feelers for other wrestlers to realize oh shit you know what maybe i want to throw my hat in the ring because that shit garnered a lot of fucking attention everybody's like wwe's never done this there's never been a wrestler from another company that's a champion and another major promotion that came over to wwe so now it's happening. The forbidden door is officially open. It's it's been a thing for 30, 40 plus years, and mm-hmm. it's gone now. And that's a really big fucking deal. Imagine imagine Dana let the uh, let Kayla Harrison stay on the contract with PFL, and she just fought Nunez one time. It's that big. It's a big fucking yeah.
1: deal. It's essentially opening the doors for possible crossovers with every uh, promotion that's out.
0: It's- I don't think they would ever do a crossover.
1: It kind of no, no, takes, no,
0: a, full on, man, takes full a full
2: on. circle. It feels like what he's saying is this exactly what Francis is fighting for. Just to be free enough to go out yes. there and, and do different things and not be under stuck under your fucking banner. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Because WWE
0: is going through the same problem with the independent contractor title. Pro wrestlers have been fighting this same thing since the Forbidden Door was established. Because it's fucking stupid, bro. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a loophole for the government. That's all it is. These companies are using it as a loophole and, and athletes are getting fucking tired of it.
1: hundred percent.
2: Right. And I think know. it's,
1: yeah, I think it's the right thing to do. And I think it's the right time with so many eyes. So easy. So, so much accessibility to information like this. It's easy to, it's easy to point out and put into the, put into the light.
0: Yeah. I, I, I'm really looking forward to it. I'm excited to see what we can do with that. Um, who can come over? There's rumors of John Moxley, Cody Rhodes, and a few CM Punk people leaving. AEW du- not look. leaving, but none of
2: that shit even matters, bro. My nigga Johnny Knoxville got this shit, dog. He's gonna <laughs> fucking take everybody out. This shit, y'all have no idea what that dude is capable of, bro. If Johnny
0: Knoxville wins the Royal Rumble, nigga, I'll buy erica Oculus.
1: Yeah. Yo, let's go, Johnny!
2: Yeah, you better root for this dude.
1: <laughs> nah, Johnny not joining winning. I know that much, nigga. They never have guests win. I missed Rampage altogether. I only watched the uh, the, the main episode. Bro,
0: the they movie. finally alluded to Hook's dad being Taz. That was crazy. That's hilarious. Q T Marshall came out, started talking shit to him, and then he was like, "You, you, you." And then you got Taz jerking him off on commentary just because he's his dad. Taz was like, "Yep." <laughs> <laughs>
1: Man, that's hilarious bless you nigga, nigga. Damn, that sneeze came from the depths
2: damn, Man, that nigga. last one was real
1: nigga that last one had a <laughs> on it nigga that's how you know that shit was real usually it's just <laughs> when you gotta wind up nigga that nigga
0: sounds like a samurai <laughs> going to war nigga
2: oh, that's <laughs> that nigga say <laughs> that's the fucking cold bro Oh, what boy. was that? I said I'm hoping it's
1: just a little cold. Or just some sinus uh some sinus uh drippage.
0: I got like three colds during the pandemic. I was like, oh no. Every time I was like, oh no.
1: I got the actual COVID during the pandemic, Yeah, but that's cause you were being a slut. I was being and a, a super and slut in a though. pandemic. This I'm nigga is retarded, to was retarded, bro. I was being a th- Thought. You was spotting during the pandemic, bro I, was, <laughs> I can't lie to you
0: Niggas you know? is retarded, bro And then I love how like we pointed that shit out to Eric Like two weeks later, because I did the math I was like, hold up, he got COVID After he was talking about a shorty kid I was like, Eric, did she get you COVID? He was like, she did have a sore throat that day Like, wow
1: nigga. <laughs> I don't know if it was from the COVID or something dust. stuff's late You got COVID <laughs> from being a whore <laughs> I did get COVID for being a whore. I'm sorry to everybody that's listening
0: to this. My guy was like, man, pandemic ain't gonna stop this nut.
1: And it I tell you what, it fucking didn't. Jesus <laughs> Christ. It fucking didn't. I did know that I, I couldn't taste my coffee the next morning, but uh I got that nut off, boy. i tell
0: you that. <laughs> I can't taste his coffee, but I taste that pussy, nigga. <laughs> Oh, uh, she gave you the vid, bro. It's better than getting chlamydia. I will tell you that.
1: Niggas I'd definitely rather be in the video than any type of I'm lucky enough
2: to dodge that bullet, man. It mm-hmm. wasn't fun, bro. <laughs> it I had a wasn't fun. Well, Wait,
1: it wasn't fun. Oh, it wasn't, it wasn't fun. bro. I, I was a being a whore, your schools, bro. Yeah, Shaq spill, spill a spill of beans, spill a beans, Jay. I
0: I okay, okay. I had a girl come <laughs> over had a girl come over one time and I got it. <laughs> she, so, all right, look. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <Not>
1: the end. <laughs>
0: Tinder, Tinder shorty came over.
1: Oh, you gave fucked me some up head. and said Tinder.
0: Yeah, gave me some head. And I was like, ow. <laughs> like the next day, I was at work. Ow. I was like, mm, something don't feel right. Mm. Mm, mm. Yeah, that's not even the first time. But
1: said, Name. Name. Damn. Niggas said yeah, the next nah, day,
0: ne- like next day, like next day. Yeah, I felt like Niggas it was says, like
1: that's crazy,
2: dog. Niggas, Niggas said, next was I was like, I
0: went, was went to the doctor. It wasn't burnt No, it doesn't burn. So that's the thing. Niggas say it be burn. You don't burn. It just, it just like the inside of your dick itches. That's it. I had to like, you know, like how you try to like start a fire and you spin the stick between your your fingers. <laughs> that's what I was. That's what I was doing with my dick from time to time. I was like, bro, itching there. I gotta, yeah,
1: nigga. Nigga said he had a, the inside of his dick itch. That's like it felt
0: like it felt like little miners were that's like, like that's looking like, for coal, nigga.
1: <laughs> that's like when you got that little itch in the inside of your ear that you can't reach. So. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> that's what, but it that's was what Hispanic, inside the dick. That's
1: what Hispanic niggas be like, <coughs> <coughs> <laughs> <laughs> whenever you hear that, that's the inside of a, a itchy nigga ear, bro.
0: Yeah, yeah. It well, was. it was a itchy nigga dick. So, <laughs> Lamedia wasn't fun I went to the doctor And the doctor, bro, that nigga was weird, bro He was grabbing all on my dick and my balls and shit And just staring me in the eye I was like, bro, don't make eye contact with me
2: while you do this shit,
1: nigga No, nah, don't do that, bro It you was weird, bro. It, bro that's
2: I kind of did it, I kind of did, shot, bro I've been through a couple of physicals in my life I was on like teeth and shit That's not how that's supposed to happen, bro
1: Nigga, yeah, shot. he like he <laughs> was like nigga, nigga lifting my I'm sack at me like that.
0: I'm <laughs> yeah, <with> that <laughs> he he, <laughs> <laughs> he, like, he lifted my sack, looked at me, looked at it, and he was like, "Everything looks normal." And I was like, "Thanks." Put my shit back on immediately, nigga. Yes. Nigga was like, uh, "He was like, all right, here's uh here's this uh, shot I gotta give you, bro. That shot in my arm hurt so my arm was numb for like two days." Like I literally couldn't lift my arm. It was so did, bad, but I did didn't you, have clipia. Did, uh,
1: did your dick stop sneezing? Yeah. That's yeah, my dick had my matters. dick had a
0: runny nose. My dick had a runny nose for a couple days, but <laughs> Yeah. I I know, that's
1: fine. Nigga said my dick just got a head cold.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had a dick head cold.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that's funny as fuck.
0: Yeah, chlamydia wasn't fun, but it wasn't, like, terrible. I was like, man, this could be AIDS. I ain't even worried. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wasn't even mad, bro. It was like technology this, got us here, bro. This could. this could be
1: the uncurable herpes.
0: It, it could, bro. That could have been herpes, AIDS, anything. I was like, chlamydia is not that bad, honestly.
1: I mean, I, in comparison to everything else, like, gen, it's genuinely not, but I just would rather not have it at all.
0: You take some pills or you get a shot and you good. They were saying like they were saying like here are your options the shot which hurts like a bitch but it's like instant or the pills which take like two weeks and you can't have sex and I was like give me that shot right now
1: so put the shit in my arm
0: yeah I was he cheating on my it girlfriend at the time anyway so I was like yeah I need to hurry
2: up and get this cleared up
1: nigga said if nigga said uh, if it even works faster just go straight to the injection area just go straight to the side area
2: just put it in my dick oh, bro nah nah <laughs>
1: <laughs> just put it. He said, just put it in the side of the shaft.
2: <laughs> See that <laughs> thing like, right there? I've been, been a little fat and skipped out all of that, bro. Skipped out on all of the STDs. But I used to, like, wrap it up, like, hella hard because I ain't want no kids, bro. Yeah, no, bro. you're so I mean, childish, nigga. Who wears condoms, bro? Jesus
1: Christ. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Nigga, nigga Shaq, relax. Don't you tell niggas me are in middle school, bro. What the fuck? Listen, listen, listen. And,
2: look, listen, and that's how I'll you do that with the, with the dick itchy, bro. I know,
0: but you know what? My dick, had a, my dick had a cough, and that's fine, bro. It's over.
1: <laughs> Nigga said his dick had bronchitis. <laughs> <laughs> the only, listen. So if I'm talking to a girl, I cannot lie. Um, there have been a couple girls where I have, you know, gone straight to the the raw dog. I can't lie to you, but for the most part, I do tend to try and use condoms, at least for the first couple of times I hook up with a chick, just because it's like, until I feel 100% safe with you, I won't just, I'm not just taking my dick out this, out this wrapper. Feel <laughs> me? You uh, Until then. Yeah. Uh, but after that, it's, it's, uh, the floodgates are open, baby.
0: I learned my lesson. I didn't like... Check I didn't out. wear condoms. I didn't wear condoms, but I was more selective. I didn't just, you know, put my dick in a, in a Tinder girl's mouth <laughs> the same <laughs> night. <laughs> <laughs>
1: the nigga, yeah, that, said, that, I'm messy, not safe, right. but I'm conscious. My nigga, hold on. It was like, I had, a,
0: I had a dry spell like that whole week. I was like, man, I can't. I, I worked at a bar, so I was like consistently just pulling. And I was like, damn, this whole week, I ain't pulling nothing. So I was like, let me hop on Tinder real quick. Found a shorty, same night. She came over. She came over at like four in the morning. And slot me down, and I was like, "Damn, uh,
2: this don't feel great." The next day, on a mission. Do y'all have tag yeah. chasers in y'all city, bro? What's tag that? chasers? <sighs> All right, so look, I'm in a beach town, and it's also like a huge military town, right? Mm. So there's like a lot of chicks that will literally just go out there looking for a nigga that's in the military. They call oh tag
1: dog tags. I understand. Yeah. Your dog tag chaser. chaser. Okay. Fucking
2: to the point where if you go out, you don't even have to be in the military. Just put put on a necklace that looks like dog tags, and you're guaranteed pussy that night. That's wow. low key hilarious. It's fucking ridiculous. That's how bad it is in this city, bro. That's why you got to wrap it up around here, bro. It's, it's so, like super, it's Spotville over here, and nobody knows it.
1: So you're telling me that I'm gonna go visit you
2: in the summer, nigga. That's the best time to do it, too, bro. Bro, that's I'm about time. to
1: pull up on you. I'm gonna pull up with gold-plated dog tags, nigga. My <laughs> Eric, you gotta <laughs> have like a,
0: like a like a like a Dominican accent, bro. They gonna go crazy, nigga. Nah,
1: they gonna go nuts over
2: him, yo. He for one, he's from up north. He he talks different. He's gonna go, they're gonna go crazy for him down here, dog. Like.
0: Hey, start speaking Spanglish, nigga. Just be, <laughs> Just be like, yeah, so I went to the bodega, so that's key. Uh.
1: I'm gonna be hot in my hotel. I'm gonna be like, open the window, but I got mosca fly. <laughs> You're like, are like, uh, Hey, Shorty, can I get your right. number? To save it? Nah, you gotta stay nah, Baby, let right. me get your number, please, por favor.
2: <laughs> you gotta stay wrapped up. No, already. but yeah, that sounds like
1: a good time. It, I mean, even though I ain't trying to um, have my dick have a um, a left lung infection, <laughs> uh, I'll do my best to wow. try to make it down there and hopefully wrap it up for sure.
2: Uh, All you got to do is get a hotel on a beach, throw some dog tags on, take a walk. Yeah. It's a rap, my nigga. Like, rap. <laughs> nigga said, nigga, take, take a walk. <laughs> take a <laughs> walk. Just he said, walk touch walk. grass and you're nigga, take in a there, walk brother. On the boardwalk. <laughs> and nigga, that's is- to a chick. You're you, It's a wrap,
1: bro. It's crazy out here. (laughs) That is the easiest form of picking up a chick I've ever said. I've ever heard in my life. Nigga said, literally, just go outside. (laughs) One day, the next time
2: I get a chance, when I go to the boardwalk and take a walk, bro, I'm going to take a video and just show you what it's like out here. Mm, Don't
0: let your girl see
2: it. She's not going to care. It's not for me, nigga. I'm happy. I'm good. Got me oh, a nice, nice. I thought Nigga nice was about moment. to put a dog
0: tag on like a like a like a like a stake around his neck and dogs just run up to him.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: you think I'm bullshitting.
1: No, nah, I believe you. Trust me, Yugi. I know Yugi don't be Yugi when Yugi put this much passion into something, he usually uh, write about it. well you know, we
0: gotta we gotta we gotta we gotta move on and talk <laughs> about this Francis and Ganu shit. I had a we talked about the contract with uh UFC and Francis saying My contract is going to reset at uh, the end of 2022 and I don't have to defend my title anymore if we can't reach a deal and they have to offer me a new deal. And we were like, I don't think that's how that works. Well, in 2017, UFC had a lawsuit filed against them, which actually like went through. It worked. And uh, now everybody's contract, which they probably don't know this, but everybody's contract states that they can't keep you in a deal, no matter if you're a champion, they can't keep you in a deal for longer than five years. So, Francis was right because mm. he signed the deal in January of 2018? 20, yeah, 2018. Wasn't I That was it not like, 2018. It was 2018. So, January of 2023, he's a free man. He was completely right. So, he can mm. sit out. And not to mention the fact that he has a knee injury. So, if UFC were to strip him or, or try to cancel his – like, do anything shady, he yeah. could pro- potentially
1: have a lawsuit against them. 100% because on top uh, of that... Francis was also, right. Yeah. He was right. Yeah. I, I love it. I mean, I love to see it, especially somebody like Francis Ngannou, who um, who essentially, I personally, I think he deserves everything in the world. Um, the man came from the literal dirt um, in the Cameroon. The The literal dirt to being a homeless man in, in France to now being the baddest man on the planet. And I think he deserves everything. Personally, um, I would love to see him get what he wants, which is that big payday, maybe a boxing payday. Um, I don't think he'd win a boxing match, but shit, pay the man. I'm all for it. Um, so yeah, that's how I feel.
2: I, I feel that. a little two sided about it because it's like, damn, we're gonna lose Francis. Like, it really, I it really yeah, for sure. Yeah. I feel that way, we're, yeah, we're gonna lose Francis. I don't care what anybody says. He's gone. Like. Francis is fucking gone. The minute he gets a match with anybody outside of the UFC that's, I mean, and you know everybody's throwing money around like crazy, he's out of here, bro. I am happy for Francis, but it's like another lineal bullshit claim for whoever's the next champ, you know what I mean? Like, or or for, for anybody who grabs that belt for real, it's just like, could you beat Francis though? You know what I mean? It just leaves a lot up in the air. I wish. I wish francis will stay around but if he does not stay around i'm fucking happy for him because he's gonna make hella money anywhere else yeah selfishly francis staying is a great thing
0: but for francis he should bounce he should definitely bounce. if i was him i would be i'd be trying to get into the uh the 2022 pfl thing
1: How was right now. about to
0: say that they're coming back in, april. in my power they're coming back in april just show up like fucking uh like what's named it on nitro uh, <laughs> uh, ravishing Rick Rude show up on Nitro the next night, <laughs> say fuck Vince, and what call about it a um, what about a boxing match though? Uh, for Francis, I think he should fight Deontay Wilder and not the Gypsy King. Why?
1: Yeah, because I he's gonna he... box his face off. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. Tyson is gonna. make me to meek. know what thought. Tyson Fury's gonna beat the absolute dog shit out of that man. <laughs>
1: Yeah, he'd, he'd literally box his face off, and then when Francis went to the corner in the third round, he'd find it in the neutral corner. Like, it's, <laughs> it, it wouldn't be a good match at all.
2: What do y'all it, think about him really, truly transitioning into wrestling? Y'all think he has enough, like, presence for
1: that? No, because, um, first, like, Francis is a huge, intimidating, powerful guy. He's never mm-hmm. been one to, he well, I, from what we've seen, um he's not one to be super limber um and agile and he can't cut a promo for shit so that's my take on that i mean do you think think do
2: you think that he can't cut a promo or is he just being himself because he's francis he just seems like a humble ass dude i believe if he was forced to put on a, a, a act or if he was in act mode he would cut a good promo bro
1: i don't think so because you also have to understand that fucking wrestling fans are dumb and they'll take some. they'll take something as simple as him having like a really thick accent and then make that a meme.
0: You talking about Francis and WWE? I mean, and any type of wrestling. Uh, first of all, Francis and AEW would be the wildest shit ever. They, they wouldn't like they wouldn't book him like a pro wrestler. But if he were to go to WWE, he'd be like a full time pro wrestler. Like they love to turn like prime athletes. Like look at Ronda Rousey, bro. Ronda Rousey, everybody thought she couldn't cut a fucking promo, and she went and learned. Like anybody can learn that shit. Not a, not to, not a, not to mention that like in pro wrestling, there's a rich history of people who can't fucking talk having a mouthpiece. Imagine Paul Heyman, at Francis and Ganu's side, bro. He's just talking all the shit for Francis, and then people want to step to Francis, and he just boop. That's it. Fight's over. <laughs> that's his whole career, and you in WWE right there. Everybody's gonna be like, I mean, I can't argue. I see him doing it in real life, so. You know, Francis would do incredibly well in pro wrestling. I don't think he wants to do that to his body, though. Pro wrestling is way harder than MMA on your body. It's not a good idea. Uh, <clears throat> you'll have a much longer MMA career uh, transitioning from wrestling to MMA than you would transitioning from MMA to wrestling. I, I, I just, I don't think he should do that at all. Uh, I don't recommend it for anybody, period. Don't become wrestlers. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I learned a few things in the Francis interview with Ariel, though. Um, first things first, I learned that Francis isn't upset about his pay. Francis has been offered. He said, he said if he took all the money they offered him, he probably would be up like seven million right now in his bank account. But he's upset about the contract itself, and he won't sign the contract itself because it's bullshit. They've offered him. All the money in the world. And he's saying, I don't believe I have, like, real freedom and I don't want to sign this contract until they fix it. Not only that, but he was going to resign. He was like, you know what? I like it. I like it here. I like the way the UFC has treated me. Uh, Maybe I'm overreacting. I'm going to stop being a diva. I'm going to sign. And then they pulled that bullshit with Gan and gave him a fucking interim title. And Francis said, no, I'm not After doing like it. After like three and a half months of him being trapped. Three months, bro. Three months. He couldn't even get a fight booked because he was fucking injured. Not only was he injured, but he was—he uh, said he needed time off. And they wouldn't give him the time off. For, uh, uh, Dana White, yeah, well, go travel the world and do whatever the fuck you're doing, bro. He defended his belt. Stepe Miocic defends his belt every other fucking year and he doesn't get stripped. So why Robert is it Whittaker that Francis it?
1: when Robert was sorry to cut you off, when Robert was champ, he defended like every other 16 months.
0: But Robert was booked in fights. That's the difference between him and Stipe. He actually was booked in fights and he had to come. He had to call out of these fights. That's not Stipe on was him. Like, fuck that. I'm not fighting. I'm fire Yeah, fighting Stipe was before, different. I'm I hate when people bring what up saying. Robert Whitaker because Robert Whitaker was legit. Robert almost died before the gasoline fight. He was in the hospital. Like, like, I think all his all his call-outs were fucking injuries, right? Yes, all of them. He was fucked up for every single one of them. Just like Dominic Cruz. Dominic Cruz was Bantamweight champion in UFC for a long fucking time before they finally was like, all right, Hinton Burrell's about to fight for the belt. Dominic Cruz. How about this? I didn't see Dominic Cruz in WEC. I'd only heard about him. So when the Bantamweight title came to UFC and they were like, yeah, Dominic Cruz is the champion, and I'd never seen this nigga fight before, I was just wondering how. Why is this dude the champ? And they they had interim titles and shit. But Dominick Cruz was the champion for a long time in UFC before he actually for like stepped five in the years. Bro. Yeah, for a couple of years that nigga he was under contract with UFC and hadn't had a fight yet. So I I don't think that people can compare Robert Whitaker to uh to Stipe. I think Stipe is much worse. He's one of the most inactive champions in UFC history. It's it's kind of fucking annoying. Uh, Francis didn't defend his belt immediately like Dana wanted him to, but. That's fine. Like, Dana got a hard dick for Gon. Sure. Uh, But that leads me into the next thing I learned. (sighs) Francis said that when he hopped in the cage, him and Gon made eye contact. And I think he saw Gon looking at his knee. And he was like, I knew that he knew. He was like, I don't know what gave it away to me. But he was like, we looked at each other. And we both knew that my knee was fucked. And he was like, I think he knew which knee it was, too. I think uh, UFC told Gon about the knee because Francis's manager had an interview with Ariel like a few minutes before and his manager said oh yeah UFC knew um, we went to the PI and shit and we worked out there and got some uh, got some stem cells and whatever and Gon just happened to know on fight night? Nah UFC told him that shit this is, this is all very dirty this is all very it's messy super dirty I don't like this shit at all, and not only not only that, but uh, Francis Francis is just being fucked over in this situation, man. He really is. They they sent him a lawsuit on the way right to the arena. The fire, right? He was in the truck leaving the hotel, being dropped off at the arena, and his manager got an email saying that UFC is suing him for talking to Jake Paul's uh, promoter, which yeah, they can't prove. They literally can't prove that, unless Jake Paul's promoter is is snitching, which I doubt he would do, because he's losing money there. But they can't prove that, so that lawsuit's gonna be bullshit, but to send a man a lawsuit on the way to the arena,
1: is bullshit. All y'all had to do was talk to him. Yeah, that's some fuck shit, and Dana is just... Dana is so weird with the way he moves. Like It's so obvious how he feels, and then his words never back anything up. Like When it comes to Francis... He sits here and he says certain things about, oh, maybe uh, the contract, oh, he didn't want to fight for the, the original belt, oh, he's traveling the world, bullshit. But then he sits here and then he doesn't even <clears throat> put the fucking belt on Ngano after a, a, an amazing defense with no fucking knee. And it's like, bro, like, go ahead and just say what the fuck you feel. It's pretty obvious. Like, you do not support black fighters. Like, I'm not hearing it. The only people, the only people that you've never ever got into the cage and put the belt on were black fighters. Like it, it's pretty obvious how you feel about these people. Like let, let, let's stop beating around the bush, Dana. We know who the fuck you are.
2: It's obvious and it and it's bad. Like <clears throat> you shouldn't have to see that from one of the heads of your company. Yeah. You know what I mean? You shouldn't be a fighter. Let's say some up and coming black fighter sees this and it's like and wants to fight for the u f c you know what I mean top of the fucking world, most fucking you know whatever, whatever I'm not gonna say most paid, but whatever, but if you see that, what makes you even want to go there? you know what yeah. I mean like it he he didn't he didn't put the belt on fucking Francis then all of this extra shit coming out after the fight, he's filing a lawsuit like Shaq said, like every everything about the situation is bad. And I've been saying for a long time that I want Dana gone. I want DC to be the fucking face and president of like like that. He seems hella unbiased. And I think they're like grooming him for the fucking situation. It's funny you should say
0: DC. It's funny you should say that because, uh, Daniel Cormier, I believe he was appointed as a saboteur in the situation. What do you mean? (sighs) So DC came out and said, Francis is, uh, All this stuff is taking a a hit on his mental health. And I don't think Francis is going to show up healthy. And then DC got mad when everybody reported on it. But it's literally what he said. Daniel Cormier is a company man, bro. I do not fuck with Daniel Cormier. I don't.
1: I fuck with DC personally, but I, I don't know. That's an interesting point to bring up. I don't know if he's necessarily on his saboteur shit. Like he was told to say something, but I do think... That there was some sort of narrative that he may have been pushing on that. Yeah,
0: so that's that's him being a saboteur. If there's a narrative in the company and he's like, "All right, well, Dana pays my paychecks. The nigga is gonna report on that shit. It's his job to do it, basically, because that's that's Dana's boy. He did yeah. it, bro. And that's fucked up. And not only that, but Ariel Hawani, when he was interviewing Francis, he was like, "Yeah, DC text me that John Jones will beat you." <laughs>
1: Bro, oh yeah, that's right after he bro. tweeted that. How Adonis did DC go,
0: guy. This is my boy. And was my boy. And then he tweets he texts Ariel personally. Yeah, John Jones beats him. What? Nah, fuck DC, yeah. bro. Not about it.
1: Yeah, that's some that's some that's some two-faced ass shit. I can't lie He's to a you. snake, bro. It, it,
2: it's two-faced, but do you disagree with it? That's not the point. <laughs> do you disagree? <laughs> that is not the point. Do you disagree? Fuck with it what? being the
1: point or not. Fuck it being the point or not. Do you think Jones beat Ningato? <sighs> Fuck. <laughs> okay, put on the spot. Alright.
0: I'm the biggest John Jones fan ever. I fell in love with MMA because of Brock Lesnar, Anderson Silva, and John Jones. John Jones is the GOAT. I don't care what you say, I don't care what he did outside the cage. That doesn't take that away from him. Francis and Ganu, his fists go, and I just I don't, <laughs> I don't know, I honestly don't know, guys. And I hate to, I've never, there's never been a situation where somebody was like, do you think this guy beats John Jones? And I've ever rooted for the other guy, in my ten plus years of John Jones fandom, I've never rooted against him.
1: Yeah,
0: I don't
2: know.
1: <laughs> no, I can't. We know I what can't your, know. You know, we know what your answer is. You just can't bring yourself to say it.
2: Everything I saw in that fucking fight lets me know that John would beat the piss out of both of those dudes, bro.
0: But Francis didn't have his knees, bro. I think he would so. have knocked Gon out if he had his knees, man. Nah. I, I think,
2: think jo- I think I think Francis knocks John Jones out. I don't I think, think anybody knocks Gon out because he's just gonna run the whole time. You know what I mean? But as far as Francis versus John, I think John's gonna fucking take. Francis to the ground and put him in real nasty places, bro. I like where Francis Cardio is right now. Y'all, nobody even mentioned that shit.
1: It's much, he caught a much second improved.
2: win. He caught a
0: second win. When I, he was gassed in the second round. Now, when, I, I, when we were watching together and I was like, he caught a second win, everybody was like, ah, oh, shut up. He did. He legitimately did. He learned, he, well, his coach actually talked about it on Ariel's uh, podcast. He said he taught Francis to take, like, rest breaks rest spots right so he's like hey when well, you take him down you get your hooks in just kind of like pitter patter or whatever his coach and usman were like yeah usman was like yeah i do the foot stumps when i'm tired usman is like i do the uh i do the elbows to the ribs when i'm tired or shit like that you got to
2: learn how to preserve your energy and yeah. francis has learned that yeah do I mean, you think somebody like john will give him the chance to preserve that energy because the only no, reason francis never, got to never. preserve that energy it's because Gon does not engage.
1: Yeah, yeah. John is not going to give him that opportunity. John is going to fucking, he's going to aggravate he's gonna him. Mother that he's man. Aggravate him with with a lot of oblique kicks. As soon as he tries to close any form of distance, he'll close the distance too. Make some sort of clinch. Bring it to the cage, dirty box. Uh, make him tired with with uh, wrestling attempts. Eventually get him to the ground, and and that's how I, see, I would see that's the fight. Eventually, literally
2: like, exactly what I think too, Eric. That's, that's, that's
1: crazy. That's exactly how I would see the fight going. Is I don't know if
2: John can wrestle Francis, bro. I, bro, it's not I about it's not it. about if 100%. he can. It's when he can, and if he exactly what I think and Eric thinks he's not going to strike too much with him. That shit's going directly into the clinch, and he's getting Francis is getting abused in that clinch, bro. 100%. And the moment, the moment he shows a sign of weakness, he's going to go to the ground, and he's not coming back up. John exactly is very
0: game are. plan heavy, so if that is his game plan, it's going to work. Same thing yeah. you saw in, like, the uh, the Santos the re- fight. John or even didn't take Santos down. John, Yeah, exactly. John didn't take Santos down because it wasn't the game plan. John Jones believes in the game plan more than any. Like, trust the process as John Jones' middle name. legit he does not stray from that he's you may not think John Jones is the goat but he's the best winner of all time he will win It doesn't fucking matter. My guy will like that. That's why he's the greatest. He has the highest fight IQ I have ever seen in MMA. He's going to win no matter what. So if that guy can follow that game plan, whatever they come up with, especially under Henry Cejudo, whatever game plan they can come up with. Yeah, I I think if he follows it to a T, which he which he will never stray away from, that's his best bet. Uh, If it's wrestling, which I don't think it's going to be. I really think it's going to be picking him apart. Uh, the same way Gon was doing in the first two rounds, um, John isn't gonna throw a flying knee at him though. That was just that was some silly shit that Gon did.
2: Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know, bro. I don't. I don't have a. I don't. I don't want to pick that. Hey, speaking of Cejudo, y'all see him and Figgy got the cops called on them for partying, bro. Yeah. What? Yeah, they've been partying nonstop since Figgy got the belt back. Hey. Figgy
0: said that. Figgy said they were gonna party, bro. See that's what happens when you hang out with Mexicans, bro. I love Mexicans. I miss I miss living next door to Mexicans. They just they party till four in the morning, bro. And then you just hear
1: "otra vez." I love it, man. Yes. What do y'all think about that fight? I uh, I was Figgy a one, fan bro. of the fight. Um, I do think, yeah, I, I thought Figgy won as well. Like I didn't think that there was a wrong decision, uh, but uh, I don't know, man. Like it wasn't a boring fight at all. But it was – I guess I just – my hopes were too high from the last one. But I just – I didn't enjoy it as much as the other ones. I'm not saying it wasn't a a good fight. I just didn't enjoy it nearly as much as the first or second belt.
2: I really, really liked it. I just think Gon versus Francis stole the thunder from it. You know what I mean? Like – Good Which is crazy, because people
0: are calling uh, Gon versus Francis boring. They're saying it was a boring fight. That fight, you it, you could not take your map. eyes... Yeah. You could not take your eyes off the screen, <clears throat> bro. It was so hard to look away. Francis wrestling is the... Cra- like Maybe if you don't know either dude and you don't know any backstory or any of that and you just tuned in, sure. Yeah. But if you know everything that's going on, you know who these two dudes are, their styles, Francis wrestling was the wildest shit ever, especially being down two rounds Mm-hmm. come
2: on man if you didn't like francis versus gone you should just go watch wwe dog like that was i don't agree with that i think you should go watch kickboxing and fuck something. off something you gotta you gotta yeah, go, do something. go, go, you go watch,
1: watch some fucking go watch some
2: k1 my nigga you gotta go watch something because fucking that shit was like peak mma dog like yeah. Suspense wise, thrill wise, story
1: wise, everything. It was a champion. If you don't want to go fight. watch wrestling, go ahead and grab yourself a Gogurt and a and a fruit cup, you fucking child. <laughs> you a fruit a cup. Gogurt and a fruit cup. Wow. Fucking children. <laughs> That's Eric off.
2: Children, bro. <laughs> that
1: shit I'm tired amazing. I'm so tired of people sitting here and watching a sport that they know. Clinching, grappling, and submissions are a large fucking part of, and they're like, just stand it, lol. Get him up. It's so boring. Go watch the fucking sport where you can't do that. Then,
0: hey, Eric is that dude to be
1: like, I dare one more motherfucker to say Chief Keith name. One more mother. <laughs> <laughs> it's Chief Keith, the truth. Nigga don't ever sleep on. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, speaking of two seventy, uh, there were a lot of really really good bouts and um. One guy that really, like, caught my eye very heavily was Jack uh, Della Maddalena. Um, He's an Australian fighter, made his debut on 270 with a a knockout in the first round. That dude is the fucking truth. His hands are so crisp. His timing is so good. Um, He caught a knockout against Pete Rodriguez in the first, the dude with the red hair. Uh, Fucking smoked him, did him so bad. Um, So I'm definitely looking forward to his next bout um and uh yeah he's built really really good for the division 170 he's uh nearly six feet 73 inch range, he's super lanky he tends to uh hit you at the end of his punches um yeah i'm looking forward to watching that guy fight again he's on 11 fight win streak too, 11 and two currently said 11 11 fight win streak 11 and two He he lost his first two bouts in his career and he's never lost since
0: damn yeah, i he's love been those records bro i don't know what it is about losing your first fight or your first two fights but Man, motherfuckers
1: become demons
0: cyborg kamaru usman amanda nunez yeah if you losing your first few fights and you just if you extend your win streak after your first couple losses to like five i think you're about to go on and do some great shit Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is about that, but like yeah. those first few losses when you like dedicate your life to something, motherfuckers are like this is my turning point right here.
1: Yeah.
2: And like, it just lets you know that you're game for it, bro, because you're still doing that shit. Like yeah, two losses can take it the, completely the fuck away from certain people. It really yeah.
0: can bro. Some people or are like, like, actually, this ain't for me. I'm not doing this shit.
1: <laughs> or like or like um, Madalena, you could fucking turn it on and be undefeated for the next six years. The man yeah. is a fucking beast. I'm looking speaking of speaking Friday.
0: of like speaking of goats, bro. I gotta talk about title defenses real quick because I I personally uh, when, I'm, gonna let, when, I'm, gonna,
1: I'm gonna sit back on this one. I'll let y'all speak okay. on this one because this is good because I, I need subject.
0: to I need to I need to talk about this when people discredit people's uh, goat status or you you know you could think goats don't exist. That's fine. I do. If you want to shit on somebody's goat status because. They don't have 12 fucking title defenses like GSP or Anderson Silva or DJ or whatever. That's fine. I don't agree with that necessarily. So in my opinion, <clears throat> a belt being on the line doesn't make your win over somebody more impressive. It just doesn't. If you're a champion and you defend your... Say, say uh, well, let's use GSP for an example. He got a title shot with like two to three fights. Within two to three fights in the in the welterweight division, right? He then went on to pretty much clear out the division for the next few years, even though his competition was like sort of mid. Well, so. there's an
1: asterisk he did lose it to Sarah and then regain it and then I'm
0: not even players. gonna I'm not even gonna take that away from him. I'ma just say he won the belt and he got the title shot and and he might have lost it, but he won that shit back a couple times. So whatever. Um his title defenses is what people bring up for Kamaru Usman not being a goat. Um, same thing with Izzy and Anderson Silva or sahuto uh, and, and DJ and shit like that. Um, I think title defenses don't change beating people. You're in a fight and it's just you two in the cage. A belt being on the line is an award to show that you're the best. But beating somebody and retaining your belt doesn't necessarily mean that when you have the belt already you're already on top of that mountain kicking people off of that mountain isn't the most impressive thing to me it's about the fact that you know you got them to that point to where you can kick them off the mountain right if that's a good
1: enough analogy i don't know that's Uh, the
0: weirdest thing in the world you look
1: you look you lost me halfway through the analogy
0: (laughs) 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 i'm trying to i'm trying to okay so title i'm gonna i'm just go back to the most simple part no more analogies if you're beating people Kamara Usman went on a how what was the streak like eight to nine fights or whatever how many fights did he win before he finally got to a belt I think it was nine so, okay nine fucking fights bro nine people in older generations got two to three fights in and they were like all right i'm fighting for the belt right so you yeah. it's about who you beat how you beat them And how great they are. Kamaru Usman arguably has beaten better competition than GSP. Not only has he done that, he might not have defended his belt, but he cleaned the division before he ever got to the belt. The division was clean already, bro. Mm. He got to the top, guys. He's beating them. He's beating them twice now. All of them. Most of
1: them, yeah. Anybody worthy.
0: So if you want to sit and talk about title defenses... I think that's a silly argument when it comes to now. This is all subjective. It, goat shit's not real. That's literally opinion based. But in my opinion, you cannot take. You can't discredit somebody's greatness by defending a belt. If the whether the belt's on the line or not, you're still in a fight, and you can lose that fight no matter what. If you lost to those guys, then you lost to them. It doesn't matter if the belt's on the line. All right, that's just okay. my stance.
2: I'm not. Shitting on Usman, I'm not shitting on GSP, I'm not doing none of that. I'm just going to what you're saying, and I'm gonna go and use your analogy so we can make some sense. No analogy, how the, the, the <laughs> mountain, I mean, it just makes it's, it's easier to say it. if you get to the top of the mountain, right? That's that's a feat for you, you're saying, right? Yeah, and you're saying just knocking people off is not the feat. But if somebody else gets to the top of the same mountain that you're on, then they're just as great as you. So, yeah, so you, you gotta you gotta get them to the point where you
0: see this is why I ain't wanna use the analogy. Now I'm doubting my own analogy, nigga. Hold up. <laughs> <laughs> my point, my point is, yes, these guys are just as great as you if they get to that
2: point. Okay, so if why they, wouldn't defending your title against these strong people instead yeah. of just some random schmo? You know what I mean? It's not about, that's what I said. It's about,
0: it's about who you
2: beat, not the fact that you're defending your belt. Okay. Well, you don't have a choice, but to defend your belt and you're beating the person who got up to the top of the mountain. I'm not saying
0: that you, that you need a choice. What I'm saying is winning the belt actually matters. Defending the belt, how many defenses you have doesn't measure your greatness. It's about who you beat in that division. Why not? So essentially, the, hold on, hold on,
1: real quick. Just to clarify. So essentially you're saying winning the belt is prestigious. Yes. But the quantity of defenses doesn't matter as much as the quality of the defenses. Is yes. that what you're saying? Yes. It
0: doesn't matter how many fucking times you defend your belt. It's about who you beat. Title I, defenses technically I, don't
1: fucking matter, bro. I can agree with half of that statement. Because... I do think the amount of title defenses matter, but I also do think that who you beat is much more important because at the end of the day, you can sit here and rack up 11 fucking wins, 11 defenses on a regional seat. Like, listen, I fucking love the shit out of Demetrius Johnson. I was about to say, bro, I feel so bad. (laughs) Everybody, everybody that he's beaten has left the UFC and become successful in other organizations that's he, not true that yes most of the people that he's beat the russian dude that he beat ended up being a champion aba uh Kyo, kyoji Horiguchi became a champion at ryzen uh, most a lot of the people that he that he beat ended up being coming very successful you just named in other two
0: people. niggas bro what about john dodson bro, bro? what about Ro- john-
2: bro. yeah Hayes. what, what, Wilson, Wilson, what Wilson about what about ray Borg, bro uh,
1: ray Borg. well those are all right whatever So the whole point, (laughs) at the end of the day, well, this still plays plays into my point. This this still plays into my point. The people that he beat while reaching the highest number of title defenses in UFC history are not nearly as impressive as I would even dare say the three defenses that Khabib had. And that's just off of the caliber of people that could be beat and dominated when he defended his belts. That's and that's my not point. to say, and that's not to say that DJ isn't, doesn't have the most impressive record because it doesn't matter who you're fighting to get to 11 defenses is the hardest shit to do. Period. All so right, that's, no, what, that's, no, no, that's no, why. Now let
2: me get it, to my next question. Shoot. All right. Like we're going to use Demetrius. So because I'm going to just say it the way I want to say it. Cause I'm me. So because his division was full of bums. Yes. Is that, his, is, that is that his fault?
1: <laughs> no, it's not uh, his it's fault not, at all. It's not, it's not. So
2: is he supposed to I mean, a lot of people are we supposed do, to praise him for
1: beating bums? No, 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 no. the the no, point no, is, no. is that, I think we, I know what you're saying, but I'll let
2: him finish. He's beating the people who got to that peak with him. They might, be, of what, yeah. Yeah, they might be bums compared to him because he deserves to be on a different peak. But they made it to that peak with him. So defending against them does hold some kind of significance. Dimitri's situation is kind of different, bro. Fucking a, a good example of somebody. We'll go back to the GSP thing. Fucking even defending against bums. He still let one slip. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So even with the caliber of the competition, it's up to the fucking athlete to defend that fucking mountaintop. You know what bro, I mean? How you, about
1: Rockhold Bisping? Rockhold beat the shit out of Bisping the first time. And then he got all cocky bro. and then he got bro. chinned. My Michael friend.
0: Bisping is the most successful journeyman in the history of MMA, bro. He really is. I don't. He's the one guy where you're like, journeymen can't be champions. I would point at Michael Bisping immediately. <laughs> michael bisping wasn't that good bro i'm I'm like he he he, no he wasn't i don't think
1: we i don't think any of us agree disagree on that
0: yeah Daniel michael he oh he's the he's the most winningest guy yeah sure but like cowboy got more wins i don't i don't care bro
2: daniel (laughs) cormier i love daniel cormier he was one of my favorite fighters at one point but he has he was not a journeyman. no he was a gatekeeper different gatekeeper Okay, okay, that's kind of better than what I'm saying. Yeah, you yeah. get what I'm saying, then. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whenever, no, I he, whenever he had that belt, it was asterisk above it. It's you like John, it wasn't that. just that, John took it two times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, John
0: will be right back, bro. What are you doing? Yeah. yeah, and he was calling him out, bro. Like, that's what's crazy to me. John just kept spanking that boy. That's <laughs>
1: hilarious. <laughs> yeah, but um, I to get back to the original point, I do think. That um, title defenses matter. I do think that who you fight matters more. But to um, to say that they don't matter at all, I would, I would. Uh, that's a hard disagree for me.
2: Yeah, that's bugging out, bro. I'm bugged out. You're, bu- you're bugging, Shaq.
1: I'm bugging, but, bro. But I would say that Shaq's point in that the quantity. I'm not sorry. Par- pardon the quality. Of the defenses is much more important than the quantity. I think that's the biggest point of this entire argument. Yeah,
2: but I mean, I agree, but I still think sitting on the mountaintop and defending it, you know what I mean? Holy no, yeah, quiet. yeah,
1: that's that's exactly why I say that the, the the number of defenses still matter because at the end of the day, it's rolling dice. It's a fight, I guess, another human, and you feel me? It's 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 a thing where. One person can can get lucky, or I wouldn't even call it luck because I don't really like thinking about luck in fights. But one person can land a really nice punch or, or kick or whatever it happened to be, and the other person can lose. So it doesn't really matter about. Um, I mean, it does matter, but it, uh, eventually it does. Um, it does play part that uh that quality does play some role in the significance of your of your title history.
0: I think it plays the most important role, if if anything. I think your quality of wins is what makes you uh, a dominant
2: champion, not how many
0: fucking bums you beat, Demetrius. Sorry.
2: I think. <laughs> I think it's how you beat them too, you know. Yeah, what I mean? that's, that's what I was saying the, earlier. Yes, 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 it's yes, also yes. That was that. Usman is, is knocking that, niggas out, like, bro. The Usman <laughs> thing. The Usman thing does count, you know what I mean, because he's completely dominating motherfuckers. You know yeah, what I mean. So like, he don't put me to sleep like George's. But 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 just like you said with the Usman thing, now look at Demetrius. This is the only reason I brought this up. Look at Demetrius; he was completely dominating motherfuckers. Mm, yeah, but he was decisioning motherfuckers too. Yeah, he was a decision
0: fighter. No, he was a finisher, bro. I would I would consider him a finisher. He just didn't finish a lot of those bums.
1: Yeah, I uh, he, was, he was he was he was um. And people look back and actually don't realize that there was a lot more finishes on his career than um, yeah. that pe-
2: than people think. I'm mad we call all these niggas bums. <laughs>
1: They're not all
2: bums. They're not Bro, all niggas, bums. These
1: niggas 5-2 and beat the shit out of me so I can't even see it.
2: <laughs> but I do I will never forget
0: the days of watching flyweights and just getting bored as fuck if dj wasn't fighting bro because in my opinion it's like kids hitting each other like nobody's gonna hurt the other guy but that changed <laughs> figgy changed that boy figgy came through with yeah, heavyweight he came
2: through and switched that shit up quick <laughs> i wonder what his walking weight is bro they said he
0: ballooned up to like uh what they said no he they, his walking weight is 270 apparently nigga you're lying no nah, that's what i read 270 is his walking is walking weight and the night of the fight he ballooned up to what did they say Two fifty, figgy bro figgy yes figgy 270 he walks around to 270 oh i'm sorry 170 my bad well, okay <laughs> wait,
1: wait, wait, wait. Like, this nigga put on a whole nother human <laughs> excuse me
0: figgy bigger than ganu my bad bro 170 my fault <laughs>
1: Yo, if anybody's listening to this, we need an edit of <laughs> Sneaky's head on Stefan Struve right now. Dead.
2: Yo, he had me thrown for a bit.
1: The shit that made me look at my monitor like the nigga was bugging is that he doubled down. I'm like, yeah, 270. I'm like, hey, man, excuse me? I
0: added a hundred pounds to this nigga, bro. That's crazy. My bad. My bad, Figgy. That that reminds me of uh that reminds me of Volkanovsky and Joe Rogan saying he was like three hundred pounds.
2: <laughs> oh man. Oh man.